The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school football. Has plenty of time. Now rolls right. There's nobody there, and it's going to be picked off by Victory Sykes at the 20, the 15, the 10. He should walk in, makes the man miss, and into the end zone. Touchdown. Victory Sykes, a 19-yard interception return, and Burwell is up 13 to nothing. Today, it's live coverage of the Nebraska State Championships from Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. High School Football on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Handoff, Dibbern, right up the middle, finds a seam, and he's gone. Down to the 15-10, 5, touchdown, touchdown, Aurora Huskies. Six programs will hoist a state title trophy this season, and you can hear every game right here on your ESPN Superstation. It's time to crown the next state champion. But first, the new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. Right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good morning once again, everyone, from Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. It is day two of the State High School Football Championships. And we start the morning with the C1 state title game between the undefeated Norfolk Catholic Knights and the 11-1 Shamrocks of Columbus Scotus. With our producer-engineer Caleb Henry and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda on the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We had three highly competitive, entertaining football games yesterday, which has been a rarity. I don't care if you were playing it at home sites 25 years ago or if you've been playing them at Memorial Stadium to have the fourth quarter excitement that we had yesterday in all three games is a rarity, and there's an opportunity for at least a couple of these games, and you never know, but at least a couple of these games to come down to the fourth quarter again today, Larry. Yeah, I think the fourth, uh, Doug, of the four state championships here in a row, no question will be the second one up in the air a little bit. On paper, it doesn't look like the Class A game should be close. Most of us uh, that really follow this thing think Miller North's going to close that gap quite a ways, so what an amazing state championship weekend we've had. Uh, up first, Norfolk Catholic Columbus Scotus. Then this afternoon in C2, Aquinas will be taking on Oakland Craig. And tonight, Millard West and Millard North in A. Yesterday, crowning state champions, Bruning Davenport Shickley, Humphrey St. Francis, and Elkhorn South with the big rally last night to beat Aurora. Columbus Scotus and Norfolk Catholic, you just automatically think, especially with the parochial schools sometimes, that they're here every single year. Well, Norfolk Catholic has been here a lot, but Columbus Scotus has only been to two state finals before. They're 2-0 and in those state championship games back in 84 and 93, and over the last 20 years, they've made the playoffs, and again, remember when we went 32 for a number of years, they were beaten in the first round or the second round of the playoffs. They hadn't made a state semifinal since the 95 team did until this year. Yeah, Doug, and when you look at it, I mean, SCOTUS is one of those teams that, as you said, way back when, very successful. It's been a good program, consistent, not great. Norfolk Catholic, in some ways, has been a gold standard in C1. Uh, nine state championships dating back to the uh, late 1980s. 
And as you look at this, they've too have had a hiatus from this game. Uh, Boone Central and Wyatt Mazur had something to say about that over the last couple of years. Um, so they're making their way back as well. I can tell you that this uh, really shapes up to be an exciting game. This will be kind of old school C1, if you will, football. Uh, they're going to roll up their sleeves, spit in their fists, and just straight fight each other here. Uh, not a lot of scheme. They're just going to be tough and go right at each other. Well, and you can tell that by looking at the stats with the four to 5,000 yards that the teams have put up over 12 games and the number of pass attempts that they have per game. Yeah, as you look at this, Doug, you've almost got 10,000 yards of offense between these two teams, and you have less than 2,000 of that being through the air. Columbus SCOTUS averages throwing the ball seven times a game. Norfolk Catholic averaged throwing the ball eight times a game. And again, one of the reasons is they don't have a lot of close games. Another thing that you look at is of the 12 opponents, they have six common opponents but yet did not play each other in the regular season. Yeah, and I think that's a fascinating piece. What it allows you to do, Doug, is look at that common film. And by that I mean you know how uh, uh, Norfolk, or excuse me, uh, Boone Central lines up to this formation when you see it. So that gives you intel, if I line up in this, how might that look? You mentioned it, not a lot of passing. Both these teams know how to do it. They're both well coached. You could have some of that stuff enter this game simply because uh, they could be big hitters in the seam and things like that with tight ends because they haven't done it, but not because they don't know how but because they haven't needed to. I should correct myself. Five common opponents because Norfolk Catholic did play Bishop Newman twice, uh, eking it out in that rivalry the first time by seven, their closest game, and then beating them by 21 in the playoffs. And that 21-point win in the quarterfinals by Norfolk Catholic is the closest game either of these teams have had in the playoffs, and that's pretty amazing in C1. Yeah, no question. Just went on a run. Uh, and and you, the, the, the great teams or these great teams – do, Doug, start to hit their stride later in the year, and both of these teams have done that, just really not having close games. And I still think one of the most impressive wins for me uh, in this run is the Wilbur Claytonia uh, win by SCOTUS. That Wilbur Claytonia team, Doug, was a very good football team. They were huge up front, ran ISO power, veer football, very tough to defend, and uh, that was a 42-7 to score in the semis. Well, you take a look at uh, what these teams have done. It's been very impressive, and now they get ready to meet here for the C1 State Football Championship on ESPN Radio, KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings, and, of course, the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our Internet streaming is brought to you by the University of Nebraska Kearney. We are the difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit. We'll be back and get a preview from Bob Jensen of Huskerland Prep Report and give you the starting lineups right after this. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Here in the heartland of America, we need hard-working trucks. 
for working, tailgating, a truck gets the job done. At Tom Dinsdale, we promise first-rate customer service, and our extensive inventory and new facility will make your car buying experience a pleasure. From Omaha to Denver, don't buy anything without checking Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island. Tom Dinsdale, your truck destination. And let's continue on with a look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off, for Norfolk Catholic, their center, 5'11", 185-pound junior, Dylan Cotto. At left guard, number 53, 6'2", 200-pound senior, Jared Martson. And at right guard, number 58, 6'2", 240-pound senior, Aaron Hoff. At the tackles, on the right side, number 74, 6'4", 290-pound senior, Aiden Burrows. And the left tackle, number 71, 6'3", 250-pound freshman, Ethan Piper. Larry, you have Norfolk Catholic here with a freshman left tackle. Amazing. Yeah, it is. And to think, I mean, that big and physical, Doug, Norfolk Catholic isn't always known for having the biggest linemen, but what they are known for is having the most technically sound lineman. Holy cow, four years with this kid. Look out. I'll tell you what, his parents were outstanding athletes. Of course, Les Piper uh, from up in Burwell. Lisa Smedra was a state champion up at Ord, and uh, they've, they've had a pretty good run here with some of their kids at Norfolk Catholic. Taking a look at the tight end, it's number 35, a 6'1", 190-pound senior, Paul Euler. At split end, number 83, 5'10", 150-pound senior, Mike Stinson. At wingback, number 17, 6'4", 185-pound senior, Matt Miller. The fullback, number 45, 5'9", 175-pound junior, Drew Lisey. At running back, number 33, 6'4", 235-pound senior, David Engelhop. And the quarterback, number 15, 5'10", 175-pound junior, Miles Verbka. The head coach of the Norfolk Catholic Knights is Jeff Beller, a perfect 12-0, beating Fall City, Bishop Newman, and Boys Town here in the state playoffs. And as you said, Larry, they have a ton of state championships, nine championships, and five runners-up. They were in the finals four consecutive years from 09 to 12. They were the runner-up in 09 and won it three years in a row from 2010 to 2012. Now for Columbus SCOTUS. At center, number 54, 6'3", 220-pound senior, Sam Novicki. At left guard, number 60, 5'11", 170-pound senior, Justin Zuha. At right guard, number 71, 6'2", 205-pound senior, Carson Fuscher. At left tackle, number 78, 6'3", 230-pound junior, Wyatt Gutzmer. And at right tackle, number 70, 6'3", 255-pound senior, Ross Bonk. At tight end, number 39, 6'1", 165-pound senior is Jackson Kump. At split end, number 23, 6'1", 155-pound senior John Lovell. At wingback, number 9, 5'10", 160-pound senior Cole Harrington. At the other wing is number 22, 5'9", 165-pound senior Bailey Pelster. The fullback is number 38, 6'2", 200-pound senior Jake Boss. And the quarterback of the Shamrocks, number 15, 6-foot, 165-pound senior, Brady Prismas. The head coach at Columbus SCOTUS is Tyler Linder. The Shamrocks are 11-1. Their only loss came to Wahoo, and their biggest win is a 10-6 victory in Week 2 over Aquinas, who is playing for yet another C2 state championship in our next game. They defeated O'Neill, Ashland Greenwood, and Wilbur Claytonia in the state playoffs. 
Those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Back with more after this timeout. The difference between an average home and a beautiful home may be something as simple as an interior door. And when you choose Mead Lumber, you choose to have a great selection of everything you need for a small home improvement to a complete remodel. Mead Lumber can help you design a floor plan and provide the supplies you need to build it. Mead Lumber is committed to providing quality and sustainable building materials, a strong product mix and selection, competitive pricing and outstanding service, timely delivery, and so much more. Mead Lumber and Carney building dreams and relationships. Shop local. Shop Small Business Saturday at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Entire store, buy one item, receive the second at 50% off, excluding Brighton and special orders. All outerwear, 30% off, from leather jackets to wool coats. Entire stock, men's suits and sport coats, from traditional to slim fit, now 30% off. Ladies, take an additional 20% off, select clearance racks. Support Small Business Saturday. Personal service and professional tailoring, Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings and Kearney. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, back with you here at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. Injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Really no significant injuries to talk about, but Columbus SCOTUS will be without about three kids uh, for off-field conduct that affected them late in the playoffs, not win and loss-wise, but some kids that started and a couple of them that saw some playing time and you don't want to have your depth messed with in the playoffs. No, that's for sure. But the good thing is, that, uh, for the most part, they're all getting here full strength. And that's the good news, getting ready for today's football game. Well, we're getting ready for the National Anthem and moments away from the kickoff, Columbus SCOTUS and Norfolk Catholic. SCOTUS is going to receive the football as Norfolk Catholic deferred, and uh, they will get ready to play a little football here. But first, we want to uh, tell you about what Bob Jensen had to say from Huskerland Prep Report. Bob joined us last week and gave us a preview on each and every one of the games. Jim Langan was my co-host that day. And here's a little bit of what Bob Jensen thinks about today's Columbus SCOTUS Norfolk Catholic C1 final. C1 SCOTUS and Norfolk Catholic. I'm, we're all really surprised that these two teams are in the finals. <laughs> Who'd have thought that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think combined they uh, beat two undefeated teams by something like 80 points in the semifinals. I guess it's fair to say they probably deserve to be in the final. And I, and again, I don't talk to everybody in the state, but the one the one constant about everything else the last six, seven, eight weeks has been, boy, won't it be something when Scotus plays Norfolk Catholic? And you just prayed it wouldn't wind up happening in a, some crazy set of circumstances where it would happen short of the final, because if there's any doubt these are the two best teams, that's pretty much been eliminated. Um, I, I like SCOTUS because SCOTUS has got a whole bunch of a whole bunch of different ways that they can beat you. There, it, is, it doesn't come down to one guy. They're fast on both sides of the ball. But I, I don't I don't know that speed is going to be the ultimate answer because Norfolk Catholic is also fast. They're big. That offensive line of theirs, it, it looks like a junior college, uh, Division two, something like that. I think SCOTUS makes it a game. I think their defense keeps them in it. But I think Norfolk Catholic wins what I believe will be their 10th state championship. 
That's Bob Jensen of Huskerland Prep Report with his take on today's C1 State Final between Norfolk Catholic and Columbus Scotus. And you've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. The C1 State Final on ESPN Radio is next. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Students are back to school and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. Coaching could be a key here as well. It's just the second year for Tyler Linder at Columbus Scotus. Of course, Scotus for the fans in our area. You remember how their season ended last year with the Grant Bushcutter 41-yard field goal on their field in the last minute of the ball game to uh, give the Stars a semifinal berth against Boone Central Newman Grove. And how with Beller versus Linder could that play a part Deeper, the, the bigger the school, the more assistance you have. So I think that helps as well. Well, and the thing is, you got to understand, Coach Beller, you're talking about a guy that's over 300 victories. I mean, there's nothing he hasn't seen. There's no adjustment he hasn't had to make. And, Doug, he's probably going to have to make one today. I thought you made a really good point, and in, in maybe their biggest win of the year being the C2 victory over David City Aquinas. Here's one thing. That was a 10-6 win. There's one thing that game proved, and that's the Shamrocks can play defense. Uh, David City Aquinas, as we know, with their big uh, run that they've had with Coach Mimic, but they run a wing T offense that's very hard to defend. It's uh, uh, lots of misdirection, lots of right at you, power sweep, all the stuff that's toughest to defend. The Shamrocks did defend that. Norfolk Catholic is more of an I-Pro team, but it's going to be running right at you. Coach Beller may have to make some adjustments today, Doug. Well, putting the ball on the tee will be Jake Boss, the big fullback, is going to pound it out there when we do get set here to uh, kick it away. And back deep for Norfolk Catholic will be Dylan Cotts and Dave Engelhop, who is a big fella, 6'4", 235, trying to bring that load down. And you talked about them both running the ball, but they do do it a little differently. Yes, they do. No doubt about it. Uh, they will do it a little differently. Um uh, Norfolk Catholic wants to get in the eye and smash it. And just so you know, these two guys back there getting ready to return this kick, there's about 2,500 yards rushing between them this year. Those two dudes can run the ball. And when you look at what SCOTUS wants to do, they're going to line up in that wing tee, all that uh, motion uh, type of thing that uh, you don't see a ton anymore. Uh, we saw a little variation of it yesterday in the eight-man, which, again, is still different than the 11-man. Minden ran it quite a bit there for, for a few years, and – so if you got to see them play, that's the type of offense you're going to see here. They're ready to go. The wind will be at the back of SCOTUS as they get ready to boot it away. So let's see if Couts or Engelhop will even have a chance to return it. 
Boss approaches. Boss boots it. It's right down the middle of the field. It's into the end zone. That's a touchback in high school. It'll be first and 10 Knights at their 20. Yeah, that's a nice kick there. Uh, he just laid his foot into it. It looks like he'll have that all day. little stiffer wind today, Doug, than we had at any point yesterday. The flags are definitely stiff uh, from south to north, so they're heading out of the north end zone. Uh, and and there he had the wind at his back with that kick. First down and 10, and Norfolk Catholic comes out with four wides, Larry. Yeah, three by one, left the fullback in the backfield. Look for a little option here is my guess. And they will send the back out of the backfield, and the quarterback's going to swing it out here for a wide receiver screen. It's complete and getting four yards, maybe five, just short of the 25-yard line. So trying to make that first play something that you wouldn't expect. Yeah, they just ran now screen there into the quad side, four receivers to one side uh, with the motion. So I was crazy. I thought maybe they'd empty it out, left the fullback in there. So any type of veer look would still be good into a small box. Now we're in I-Pro. Back to the I-Formation, Engelhop and Lizey. They'll give it to Engelhop off the right side, and he is going to be hit immediately and dropped at the line of scrimmage. It'll be third down and six off right tackle. Yeah, Doug, that was a great job there. 39, Jason Kump, J- excuse me, Jackson Kump uh, came flying from his middle linebacker spot uh, and filled there. That's the thing against an I-Pro deal. Your linebackers, an I-Pro uh, offense, your linebackers have to get downhill right now into the run fit. Quarterback Verbka, sprint to the right, looks to throw it out here in the flat, and there is a big collision, but the ball is caught at the 31-yard line for a Norfolk Catholic First down, hauled in by wingback Matt Miller. Yeah, and Jackson Kump was there again, Doug. This is kind of a little bit into what you brought up at the top of the broadcast, and that being they haven't had to uh, throw the ball very much at this point. Uh, And Norfolk Catholic's coming out and flipping the script here a little bit. And there was a flag on the far sideline for illegal procedure on Norfolk Catholic, so this play will not count. And they will back him up and do it again. It'll be third down and 11 from the 19-yard line. Yeah, and you hate that. You know, I mean, you're moving the chains, doing a great job, and then you got to start the thing over. And when you don't throw it a lot, you keep it safe like they just saw. They're going to have a lot of those four, six, eight yards and then maybe chuck it deep once in a while. So they will go out of the shotgun with the backs flanking quarterback Verbka on third and 11. Verbka, three-step drop, looks for a wheel pattern out of the backfield, and it is a catch across the 40 to the 43, but they say the ball hit the ground. Almost an amazing catch out there by Norfolk Catholic and not able to hold on to it that time was Miller. Yeah, and they did a great job there, Doug. It just was the old out and up, a nice wheel, and if he hits him in stride, he scores. He just was a little bit overthrown. If he hits him in stride there, that's a touchdown. Instead, we're going to punt the ball. So from a first down to a potential big play to punting from your own five-yard line. Oh, man. Going to catch that about half the time. So here's the snap, fumble to snap, and trouble. And Scotus will sack the punter inside the 10 at the 6-yard line. It'll be first in goal, Shamrocks. In a tight game like this, Doug, those are the mistakes that we can't have. Uh, He has trouble, and literally the entire defensive line for the Shamrocks got there. I'd love to give you a specific guy. Well, 22, Bailey Pelster is the one that finished him off. Yeah, they just got there uh, in a hurry. You can't have mistakes like that. Now Columbus Scotus has got ball first in goal from the 12-yard line. 
or the seven. Or excuse me, the seven. First and goal at the seven-yard line. It's very sunny. It's in your yes, eyes. Yes. I, can, I can tell. And the sun might have been in the a punter's eyes for Norfolk Catholic. I'm not saying that that is what the situation was, but he did not catch a snap that was right at his knees. 48 degrees, south wind at 12 mile an hour here. And we have the TV timeout with the first break in action here. So everybody will get a chance to catch their breath here as Norfolk Catholic now has to come up with their first defensive stand of this football game, and they've got to do it with their backs against the goal line. Yeah, and to be honest, Doug, this TV timeout actually really helps Norfolk Catholic. That sudden change, you're feeling bad about yourself at what just happened there. Penalty brings back the first down. You miss the pass that really could have been a touchdown. Then you have uh, uh, the trouble trying to get the punt off. This TV timeout helps you. In a normal high school game, you, you don't get this. Uh, so this really is good for them to be able to settle down now and play big defense. There's no good time to plan for this, but this is already two of the four games where the timeout is coming at an inopportune time when it's not a regular thing. But what are you going to do? You want to get it scheduled in sometime. And uh, it's after a big play on the opening series. So now we're ready to go. And Columbus Scotus will come over the football. Brady Prismas is your quarterback. Two backs behind him. Offset to the left is Bailey Pelster. They'll send him in motion. Give it to Pelster off the right side. Trying to bounce outside. Avoids a tackle. Heads to the corner. Heads to the end zone. One play. Touchdown, Scotus. Yeah, and Pelster does a great job there, Doug, because there was nothing. They were good. That, that was just straight ISO. Uh, in the B-gap, and there was nothing. The Norfolk Catholic defensive line and linebackers plugged everything up. He was smart enough to bounce the thing outside and had the speed to get to the corner. The one-play drive. Every coach loves them, and the five-points bank touchdown, a seven-yard run by Bailey Pelster. They line up to kick it with Cole Harrington, who has made his share of kicks this year, I believe 51 of 57. High snap, got it down. Harrington boots it up, and it is good. Great job there by the holder and quarterback, Brady Prismas. So 10.36 to go in the first quarter of our first game today in C1. Columbus go to seven and Norfolk Catholic nothing. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you here on ESPN Radio. Again, no Doug and Daddy show today, but we will be back with the Doug and Daddy show tomorrow, our only one of the week, our Husker Lunch, live from Cunningham's Journal with Steve Sipple of the Lincoln Journal Star on hand. And Columbus Scotus to boot it away for the second time into the end zone again. We haven't played 90 seconds and already plenty of excitement in Norfolk Catholic now for one of the few times this year plays from behind. Well, yeah, and here's the deal, Doug. You know going into every football game, let alone a big game, mistakes are going to be made. And many times when you go back and look on a game, the winner of the game is the person that capitalized on the other team's mistakes. Many times mistakes are made. The other team doesn't capitalize. Columbus Scotus just punched that in 
capitalized on, on Norfolk Catholic's mistakes. Verbka out of the shotgun, going to hand it to the back to his left side, who gets nowhere and is stuffed behind the line of scrimmage for a two-yard loss, making the tackle. Darren Wrinkle, and nowhere to go. Yeah, and Paul Euler there, Doug, the tight end, just flat missed the block for Norfolk Catholic, and Euler is an incredible defensive player, leads the team in tackles, but there is a tight end he just whiffed. Put counts in to carry that one. And again, a generous spot back to the 20-yard line. Pitch left side on second and 10. And again, look at the speed of that defense for Columbus Scotus getting out and making the tackle after a one-yard gain. It'll be third down and nine. Engelhop brought down, trying to get to the outside. Yeah, Give him the 22, yeah, second and eight. Evan Shohan there, Doug, you're exactly right. Evan Shohan and Marcus Dodson just ran him down. There was real speed there. Verbka under center with Engelhop behind him on third and eight. Rolls to his right. Rolling, rolling. Now flaring it out here. Nice over the defensive back. Pitch to the 40-yard line, out to the 41. Engelhop is out there to make the reception along with uh, Justin Timmerman in the area. Yeah, Doug, that was a great job there uh, by Verbka because Shohan again was bearing down on him, and Shohan just got blocked uh, just as he was getting ready to get to Verbka. Verbka put nice air under that ball. So a first down for Norfolk Catholic. Again, a different look. The backs are ahead of Dylan Couch, who will take the Wildcat snap and bring it up to the 45-yard line. So a different look, direct snap to Dylan Couch. He's just a freshman. Yeah, and uh, Duncan Pajada there makes a a great uh, tackle coming from the backside defensive end position. Be a gain of four, second down and six. Norfolk Catholic trailing three minutes into the game, seven to nothing to Columbus Scotus. They are at the 45 yard line of the Knights. I formation, angle hop. Nope, it's going to be counts, it looks like, for minimal gain out to the 48. Yeah, not much there. Again, you've got third down, third and very manageable. It's going to be about four, three or four here. Norfolk Catholic's done a good job. Doug, they've moved the ball here. Even on their first drive, it was penalties. Two big, or a penalty and a drop that brought the thing back for them. So now third down and short. Third and three at their own 48. Need to get into SCOTUS territory. Shotgun empty backfield. Drop the snap. Ball is fumbled. Couts was able to fall back on top of it, but it was too late. He was swallowed up by Darren Wrinkle yet again. And another punting situation for the Knights. Yeah, Wrinkle did a great job there, Doug, using his hands uh, defending the block. Norfolk Catholic can't get out of its own way right now. Norfolk Catholic's doing the right stuff. You're asking a freshman to run your offense in a C1 State Championship game. I'm sure he's capable, but fourth down and eight yards to go. They drop the last snap. This one is a little higher. Not much problem at all. Takes his time. Kicks it very high, but very short. They better get out of the way, and it is going to be caught. At the 35-yard line, that's only a 22-yard punt. No return. SCOTUS will take over at the 35. We've talked about the weather already, brought to you with our field condition report by Pioneer Seed Representative Craig Weeches. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer. Science with service, delivering success, as we said at kickoff. 48 degrees, 12-mile-an-hour wind out of the south. Pretty nice morning to be playing football here at Memorial Stadium. SCOTUS already up 7 to nothing. 
Sends the right wing back in motion and then hands it to him. And Norfolk Catholic's ready for it this time to the 36-yard line is all they'll get on this carry for Cole Harrington. Yeah, Doug, uh, exact same play as they scored on there, but Aaron Hoff uh, swallowed him up. That was the exact play. Norfolk Catholic defended at the same time, but that time he didn't bounce it to the outside. Huff got a hold of him and didn't give him the opportunity to do so, but that was the exact same play just to the other side. Split out wide to the right will be Lovell. Harrington will be the wing back to the right. And they will put Pelster to the left. Now he is in motion, giving him twins to the right side. Hand it off to the fullback, Boss. Boss working hard for yardage. He's going to get three, nearly four, close to the 40-yard line. It'll be third down. We'll call it six. Yeah, and that's Aaron Hoff again. Uh, Doug, that time he went down the line of scrimmage. You know, you always tell your defensive lineman, once you defeat your block, don't continue up the field. Be heel line. The technique we tell them is heel line. Be only as deep as the offensive lineman's heels and work down the line of scrimmage. Hoff has done that very well the last two plays. Third and six as Christmas comes up under center. Motion from right to left. Jet sweep. They'll hand it off. First down and more. 45-50. Harrington down the sideline. How long can he stay in bounds? How about the whole way to the 20 before he loses his balance? Great run by Harrington. From his 40 all the way down to the 20 of Norfolk Catholic, 40 yards. Yeah, Colton Lyons is going to get credit for the tackle because he got Harrington to, at the very least, cut back. Uh, But I'm just going to tell you, Harrington's fast. There's a real speed discrepancy right now on the field. Already 7-0 SCOTUS with 6.13 to go in quarter number one. And on the move again come the Shamrocks. On first down and 10. Now it looks like Harrington lines up for the direct snap. Send the wing back in motion. Pelster from right to left. Harrington takes the direct snap, comes left, finds a little bit of a seam, but right there in the hole to mess things up is Drew Lisey, a gain of a couple to the 18. So both teams have already shown that the quarterback is just a figure right now. He's not really your true quarterback. They can put two or three guys back there. Yeah, that's right. John Raymaker's also there. Uh, I wonder the relation there to the Raymakers. Uh, uh, it's about that time. Well, and it would be. And he was a, he was a SCOTUS kid. Uh, what was his first name? Kevin? Kevin Raymakers. He was a Norfolk Catholic guy. Norfolk Catholic. That would be right. It is second down and eight. Norfolk Catholic in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney Red Zone. Jet sweep. They give it off this time to Pelster. He gets the corner. 15-10. He'll be pushed out of bounds inside at the five-yard line by Jacob Malachik. First in goal, Shamrocks a gain of 13. Boy, they're fast. And he got up really slow there, Doug. Um, did Pelster. Well, once again, he kind of got on his back there. Lizy was the first one to get him, and he kind of pulls him backwards. So the leg and ankle kind of buckle back. Yeah, it's tough, and that's exactly what it is. He's, he, he's not going to make it off the field, Doug. He's going to have to go down. He is holding that ankle. And that's exactly right. I always call it that, you know, everybody can put that picture in their head. It's that Terrell Owens injury. When you get drugged down from behind and your foot just flat, your shoelaces get stuck to the um, to the ground as you get rolled backwards. So we have an injury timeout brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. 5.15 to go in the first quarter of our C1 championship game. Columbus go to 7, Norfolk Catholic nothing, and the Shamrocks have it first and goal at the 5 when we return. 
On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the dent popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. Custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the dent popper north of the railroad, 1st Avenue, on the bricks, downtown Connie. State High School football playoffs brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your first full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. And Pelster will gingerly walk off the field here as Scotus lines up on first down and goal at the five. Brady Christmas with two backs behind him. He'll hand it to the second man through. Harrington looks for a little bit of a seam and is going to get inside the three close to the two. Yeah, Nathan Zagzok does a nice job there, Doug, uh, pushing that thing back inside. That was very important uh, to get that thing pushed back inside. So it'll be second down and goal at the two for Columbus Scotus. In the backfield, the fullback, Jake Boss, lined out to the wing left, will be Cole Harrington. Second and goal, Harrington in motion. Fake the pitch, give it to Boss, the fullback. Norfolk Catholic not fooled the interior line, stands him up and puts him down. They're going to give him about a half yard to the one-and-a-half-yard line, third and goal. Yeah, John Raymaker saw the thing, grabbed him around the waist, and just hung on for dear life. So a yard and a football length away from the end zone here for the Shamrocks, already leading it seven to nothing. And you got to believe, Doug, that if, uh, Columbus Scotus just wants to run to the pylon. I don't know that Norfolk Catholic has anybody that can catch him. Boss in the backfield again. Quarterback sneak right up the middle. And Christmas, they'll unpile him and look. By now he's in, and he is. Touchdown, Columbus Scotus. Brady Prisma, the one-yard quarterback sneak. Yeah, that was that's a heck of a push by the Columbus Scotus offensive line there. That wasn't like it was at the one-inch line. That was, you know, one-and-a-half-yard line-ish, Doug. And that makes it 13 to nothing with Cole Harrington on to attempt the extra point. 3.54 to go here in the first quarter. A one-yard quarterback sneak from Christmas. Our five points bank. Touchdown. Here's the snap. That's better. The kick is away. It was a little low snap, and he is going to hook this one no good to the left. So they handled the high snap. This one was just a tad low, but I thought... Got it down a little bit better, did Prismas, but the kick is hooked wide to the left. And so, with 3.54 to go in the first quarter, Columbus Scotus 13, Norfolk Catholic nothing. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Stop and think about your future, five or even ten years down the road. What are you doing? How are you living your life? If you're picturing yourself in a meaningful job and contributing to your community, UNK can help. We specialize in showing people how to make a difference every day. That's a powerful outlook on life. College awaits. Your application shouldn't. Apply today to UNK and get ahead on scholarships and housing for next year. Learn more at unk.edu. Doug Duda, Larry Baker back at Memorial Stadium and Two possessions, two touchdowns, an eight-play, 65-yard drive for Columbus Scotus. Yeah, they look good, Doug. I mean, they, they've got a distinct speed advantage to the perimeter. And so far, at least when they're on offense, it looks like they're tougher up front and they can run the ball inside. 
Norfolk Catholic uh, will receive the kick for the third time, but the first two have sailed through the end zone. Boss boots it and just into the end zone, trying to return it. Engel hopped, and again, they'll start at the 20-yard line. Yeah, and they just need to do exactly what they've done on offense, just eliminate the mistake. They've moved the ball on both possessions. They just keep shooting themselves in the foot, Doug, with uh, big penalties and mistakes. Well, in the special teams, the punt game has not been good. They dropped the snap at the seven-yard line on their first possession. The second possession, it was a 23-yard punt, I believe it was. Yep. Uh, so first down and 10 in motion. Norfolk Catholic, the right end move. They'll blow the play dead. So, so far, a lot of mistakes for the Knights, as we just saw the largest deficit of the season for Norfolk Catholic. Yeah, Aiden Burroughs just flat jumped off sides there. He just started early. So it'll be first down and 15, back at the 15-yard line. Knights, uh, a little bit like uh, maybe Burwell did against BDS yesterday, going to have to survive here the first quarter and, and get things, just make sure you get the ship righted by halftime. Don't be down by more than a couple of scores. Uh, just kind of right the ship and then work your way back. Yeah, I think you said it, survive. Just, just find a little survival mode here. Quarterback Miles Verbka wants to throw. Going to go wheel route, has it down the left sideline, complete 35-40, cuts back 45, and down at the 48-yard line. The second time they've went out there, Engelhop is able to haul it in. Huge play, 33 yards at a first down for the Knights. Yeah, Doug, I'll just tell you, Norfolk Catholics got it cooking on offense right now. They've just got to stop making the mistake. Alec Fultz with the tackle for Columbus Scotus. And the Knights trying to get into Shamrock territory. Back to the power eye formation. And they'll pitch it to the deep back. And again, Scotus gets into the backfield. And enough to get back to the line of scrimmage that time for number one, Dylan Couts. And they have used him and they have used Engelhop. But Couts is back there this time. It'll be second and ten. Yeah, Marcus Dodson does a great job making the tackle, Doug. But it's Evan Shohan for Columbus Scotus that gets the thing uh, to move right away. He was on a big blitz. Did they hold him? Well, they must have those camouflage flags out there because I don't see one on the field, but our referee just told us that there is a hold. Oh, there he picked it up. He was stepping on it, Doug. So negate negate the uh, zero-yard run and back it back to the 37, 38-yard line. It'll be first and 20. Well, Shohan blitzed. And it looked like they just flat tackled him on the way to the ball carrier, Doug. So first and 20 here for the Knights. And they'll go with an end around to Couch. Couch has room. 45-50 into Scotus territory. 40 has the first down and more to the 35-yard line. And it didn't take long to pick it up. 27 more big plays working right now for the Knights. Yeah, Cole Harrington again shows his speed, runs him down. But, Doug, the problem is Matt Strecker... The uh, defensive end was just flat fooled. It's all the way by him before he all of a sudden does the, whoa, what was that flash? And he turned to look, and it just had gotten by him. So it'll be first down and 10 out of the I formation. Slot receiver to the right. Hand it to the fullback off the right side. Couts. Again, they are moving. Engel hopped around, and Couts, who is not listed as an offensive starter, has touched it as much as anyone. Yeah, and, and this Evan Shohan, number 34, Doug, he's 6'1", 181-pound junior, also not listed as a starter, and he's got to be probably leading them right now in tackles. 
Brings up second down and seven yards to go at the Columbus Scotus 32-yard line. Again to the tight eye, Miles Verbka. Four-down lineman takes the snap, pitches it to Couch, tries to get to the outside. Harrington can't make the tackle. Inside the 30, steps out of bounds at the 29-yard line. So what speed Norfolk Catholic has is from this young freshman. Yeah, no doubt about it. Jake Boss does a good job coming up with the tackle there. Harrington, I thought, was going to be able to fight off the block, Doug. Uh, but he was able to turn the corner. Holy cow. Drew Lisey with that lead block. He's doing a good job out there as well to help spring Counts. Yeah, Counts is for real fast, Doug. At the 29, third in short. Now Engelhop is the deep back. They'll hand it to him. He lost the ball, and it fumbled forward, and it might actually be enough for the first down. Yeah, and it looks to me like uh... Paul Euler is the one that jumped on the ball for Norfolk Catholic, and it's a first down. It would have been fourth and a couple. Instead, the fumble forward, Euler jumps on it, and Norfolk Catholic will have it first and 10 at the Shamrock 25. Yeah, that's a big deal. Klug made a big hit there. Once the ball came out, when he went to dive on it, he smashed into uh, a Shamrock defender uh, to make sure the thing was able to get recovered by uh, the Knights. Twins left. Engelhop, the only man in the backfield. He's a half yard behind his quarterback, Verbka, who rolls out, wants to throw, and has no chance. It's your man again, Evan Shohan, with the sack at the 34. Doug, he's absolutely killing it, uh, is Shohan. They blitzed. They had a double blitz there. They blitzed off the edge, and in the B-gap, they picked up the uh, edge blitzer, but nobody picks up. Shohan does a great job, buzzes his feet at the point of attack, Many times that blitzer misses, Doug. He gets there, quarterback makes a move, and he misses. Shohan buzzed his feet and just went right through the belt buckle of the ball carrier. Verbke had no chance to get his feet set. It'll be second down at 19, so the Knights get a big play. Then they have a bad play. Verbke to throw again out here in the flat. One-hand catch at the 25-yard line. Engelhop will be brought down at the 20. What a one-hand grab. And it'll be third down and five after a nice 14-yard game. I mean, that was good football all the way around. Again, Shohan is a toenail away from making the sack. The catch gets made there, and Jake Boss reaches out and uh, gets the tackle made. But that was a wonderful one-handed catch. And Engelhop comes up limping because he was tackled down around the ankle, and he's going to come out of the football game. It does look to me like Norfolk Catholic doesn't have a ton of depth, Doug. Stinson split wide to the right, back to the eye formation, counts as the eye back. They'll pitch it to him, looks for a hole left side, has the hole, but will not get enough for the first down. Now decision for the Knights, kick the field goal or go for it on fourth and all of two yards. Yeah, Marcus Dodson comes up and lays the big hit on the freshman. And they don't have to make the decision right now. They will let the quarter expire, and if they want to kick the field goal, the win would then be at their back. So we are at the end of the first quarter of play here in the C1 State Football Championship game. It is Columbus SCOTUS 13, Norfolk Catholic nothing on ESPN Radio. 
At the Aurora Cooperative, the I Believe in the Future of Ag campaign is in full swing. I Believe is focused on building capacity for the future of FFA at the local and state levels. The Aurora Cooperative is one of 22 corporate sponsors providing a total of $270,000 toward the campaign this year. We hope you will pitch in too. Your donation, along with matching funds, will be sent to the FFA chapter of your choice. Contact your local FFA or Aurora Cooperative for more information and join the Aurora Cooperative in supporting FFA. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. Glad to have you along with us for the C1 State Football Championship as Columbus SCOTUS has jumped out to a 13-0 lead over Norfolk Catholic. Now Norfolk Catholic with a decision to make. What do they want to do on fourth down and two at the 17-yard line? Attempt a 34-yard field goal to try and get on the board or knowing that they're already two touchdowns down, go for it here. They have converted plus 10-yard situations already twice, and they are trying to do it for the third time right here. After the big sack gave them second and 19, they pick up 14 on third. They pick up three on, or on second, pick up three on third, and fourth and two. Always decision-making time. Coach Beller, I think they're going to go for it, Larry. Yeah, I think so. Down by two scores, Doug. And the one thing that it's shown is you're going to need points and not three points. SCOTUS is going to score today. Uh, athleticism, they've got it. Norfolk Catholic's starting to show that they've maybe got a little too, but Beller knows he's going to need to score points today. We're here at the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Memorial Stadium in Lincoln and Engelhop is on the sideline still. So they'll line up with Couts in the eye formation as they go for it on fourth and two. SCOTUS acts like they're going to bring the house and a hard count, give it off to Counts, and there's nowhere to go because Shohan, the player of the game, is there again. No chance on that play for the Knights. Well, I tell you, I don't know how that guy's not a starter. If he wants a starting job, he's willing to move, I can give him one. <laughs> I tell you what, what a phenomenal football player, Doug. Also, Nathan Twarick back there defensively to help out on the tackle. And not only was it... Not too forward. It was too back, and it'll be first and ten. Columbus Scotus at their own twenty-yard line, already leading thirteen to nothing. Shamrocks will split out wide to the left side. John Lovell go with the double wing look. Boss in the backfield. Send the wing in motion from left to right and hand it off to Pelster. This time he will not get to the corner, and he will be met rudely out there on the edge. Aaron Huff among those that finished him off. The tackle low, but Hoff came up and got some shoulder pad on him. Yeah, did a great job there. Uh, just tons of speed. They followed that all the way back down. They stayed on his back hip, Doug. Paul Euler, Euler, a name that's very more Battle Creekish, but very northeast Nebraska that we've heard. Ooh. Tyrone Euler, that that name just scares some people. What he did back in the nineties. Second down and ten. This time Prisma is going to line up. In the shotgun or pistol formation, he'll give it on the wing reverse to Tanner Spenseri. Spenseri, nowhere to go. Got a yard, third down and long. 
Now, one of the things that you're seeing is Carney Catholic, Doug, is starting to string that out. They're getting their hands extended on their blockers and just running laterally with that, doing a much better job. They've taken that away. You're going to see the quarterback keep it here at some point and bring it out the back door would be my guess. Half tackle Spensari brings up third down and nine, 10 40 to go here in the second quarter. SCOTUS 13, Norfolk Catholic nothing in the C1 final. Here on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. Send twins out to the right side. Still keep both wings in there. Prismas takes it, fakes the handoff, rolls to his right, has time. Now scrambles, in trouble, going to have to throw it away, and he does. Great decision, Doug. Lots of pressure coming there from Norfolk Catholic. Uh, Aaron Huff was on the pressure uh, as well as John Raymaker's just completely had pushed him off his spot, and he launched that thing all the way to his mom. You know, all the all the big boys, you know, Monday Night Football TV, I mean, they've got Mike Pereira, and they've got, uh, you know, Jerry Austin for Monday Night Football. We're bringing Langan next time. Ooh, that would be good. We're bringing Langan, because I think some people were looking around for intentional grounding, possibly, on that play. Well, the only thing that would have made it that is it was 100 feet in the air. I mean, it went over a receiver's head. Scotus's first punt, trying to overkick it, is Spenseri. He shanks it, and then it takes a Norfolk Catholic bounce all the way back to the 27-yard line. Folks, that's a six-yard punt. Okay, so here's the deal for Norfolk Catholic. Feel good about yourself again. In this situation, it was a terrible punt. Going for it on fourth down, you lose two. You feel terrible. The thing costs you about 10 yards here, uh, 10 or 12 yards. Just get it going. Now, if you're Norfolk Catholic, for you in your mind, you're just picking back up on that drive, Doug. Wind is picked up out of the south at 16. It's at the back of the Knights of Norfolk Catholic, trailing 13 to nothing. They're lined up in a wildcat. Dylan Counts will take the direct snap. Come right, step up inside, make a man miss. 25, 20, spins to the 18-yard line. He's right at the first down marker. He has a little slickness to him. And Tanner Spencer did a nice job there, Doug. Uh, He was being blocked and then finally just flat came off of it and uh, uh, went and got Counts. Um, But Tanner Spencer showed some speed there. It is second down now after the short gain. Couts has got, I mean, you know, there's some uh, uh, old age to him here a little bit, Doug, the way he runs the ball as a freshman. Norfolk Catholic breaks the huddle late. They will get the snap off. Swing pass out here into the flat. That was a disaster as it is dropped well behind the line of scrimmage at the 24-yard line. Matt Miller made the catch, but Jackson Kumpf, Read it all the way, and this is a loss of five on the play. It'll be third down. Yeah, Jackson Kampf just played that thing with his hands all the way. He was being blocked and just got rid of him. Second and one, you run that play behind the line of scrimmage, and the next thing you know, you're facing third and six. So quarterback Verbka takes it, rollout option. He's going to pitch it out here to Couts. Couts is going to be tailed, fights forward for what more than he should have got. He's going to be short of the first down, but close enough that they can go for it on fourth again. He had it at the 23, and he's able to stretch it out to the 19. Yeah, Jackson Kump makes uh, contact with him, Doug, uh, at basically the line of scrimmage. This freshman's legit. You know, Nor- Norfolk Catholic's going to start two freshmen in a C1 state championship game. Pretty good chance they're going to be good again for a while. <laughs> Fourth down and two for the second straight drive. Last time was just runoff right guard, and it got blown up. 
They may need a timeout. Yeah, good job by Coach Beller. They were a little late coming out. And quarterback Miles Verbka saw it. He runs up to the line of scrimmage. You don't want that. You could get five yards for the quick snap. You could get five yards delay a game. So the first time out of the ball game called by Norfolk Catholic brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. 8.25 to go in the first half. SCOTUS 13 and Norfolk Catholic nothing. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. Plus the personal service of Steve Barinol, Tino Martinez, TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney, TM Sporting Goods. A division of protein design. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Score updates, a sports update for you as well on this Tuesday. And a preview of what's still to come this afternoon. All six games here on ESPN. Fourth and two, Norfolk Catholic out of the eye formation. Counts is the eye back. Send a man in motion from right to left. They'll pitch it to Couts. Couts strung out. Gets out of the ankle tackle. Fights close, but looks like, well, how about the spot? I think it's going to be short, Doug. I thought he was going to be short until the official came in from our near side here. Boy, he's Oh, le- he spun to the 17. He's legit. Good mark. Tough. It's a good mark. Now they're going to have to bring the chains in, it looks like. I mean, they're trying to get Engelhop going down there while they're going to measure this, Doug. Engelhop's up and down the sidelines. His teammates keep coming up and kind of patting him on the back. He's frustrated. Well, the chain gang is bringing out the chains, just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home. Will this be the 10-yard or the 9-and-3-quarter yard measurement? Boy, we had a bunch of them yesterday, didn't we? They stretched the chains, and it is enough for a first down. Norfolk Catholic needed that to be a first down, already down 13 to nothing, and denied on fourth and two inside the 20, the last possession. And they just turned to Inglehop, and the coach nodded, and out he comes. He was just like a caged lion there, Doug. I mean, he was fit to be tied. He wanted back in this football game. 1,400-yard rusher, I can understand. 6'4", 235, senior eye formation slot right, back to pass. It's a fade to the back pylon. It's a touchdown, Norfolk Catholic. Wow, that was a great ball, Doug. He threw it to a spot. The coverage was outstanding. There was nothing wrong with the coverage on that. Uh, on that coverage, it was Tanner Spencery, and there was nothing wrong with the coverage. Quarterback throws the ball, just lays it inside uh, and threw it to a spot. He threw it just uh, one catch and throw. But that ball was in the air a long time. Dynamite job. Matt Miller, that's the target they like going to. Now they line up to kick the extra point. It is on the way, and it is good inside the left upright there. And the extra point will make it 13-7. Columbus Scotus over Norfolk Catholic. Big old Dylan Cotto is your extra point kicker, and he got the job done. 8.07 to go, first half. Scotus 13, Norfolk Catholic 7. Buzz's Marine has been creating family memories since 1956, and this year was one for the record books. We had a great season, and you reaped the benefits. We have more premium used boats than ever before, detailed and indoors. Financing is available, so stop in now. Get the perfect boat that is right for your family. 
Don't miss out. Get here before our 36th annual used boat show in January. View our used inventory online at buzzesmarine.com or stop by to browse through our 60,000 square feet of indoor showrooms. Buzzes Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. Lenore Fort Catholic gets the first down by an inch, and they take it into the end zone. Just a five-play, 27-yard drive after the six-yard punt. Yeah, Doug, that was a really nice drive. I mean, you're sitting here right now, and uh, Norfolk Catholic's got 83 passing yards on this thing through this first quarter and a quarter, if you will. Uh, uh, that's really the difference in this thing. I understand SCOTUS has still got a six-point lead, but if Norfolk Catholic can continue to pressure with uh, uh, the ball in the air, they've got two running backs, I mean, but 2,000-yard rushers on their team. Uh, that will be a big deal. And Bailey Pelster is over on the sideline with ice on his right ankle as the kick is taken by Harrington back at the three. Starts left 15, big hole, 20, 25, 30, and then decides to just run into folks, fumble the football. Norfolk Catholic says they've got it. Yes, they, they do. do. All right, so now here's what we've seen. Can Norfolk Catholic, we talked about this in the beginning, Doug, off of Scotus's first touchdown. It's always a matter of who can capitalize on whose mistakes. SCOTUS turned Norfolk's Catholic mistake immediately into six points. There's seven points off of that one. Could Norfolk Catholic return? Andrew Bettenhausen comes away with the fumble recovery at the SCOTUS 36. Quickly, the momentum has changed. SCOTUS had the ball up 13-0, then made a stop on fourth and two, then the short punt, convert on fourth down, and now get the recovery of the fumble on the kickoff and right back into action. They pitch it to Couts. Couts cannot beat. He fumbled it. He fumbled the football. It's down on the ground again, and this might be Scotus. And it is. Scotus has covered the football. Yeah, the tough piece about that, Doug, Couts does fumble the ball, but it looked like Paul Euler was right there to recover it, and it squirted out of his hands as well. So there it is. We have the turnovers. SCOTUS turns theirs into seven. Norfolk Catholic just gives it right back. Darren Wrinkle, fumble recovery for Columbus SCOTUS. That's a big one, Doug. It'll be at the 32-yard line of Columbus SCOTUS, and now they can settle their offense down. But with Pelster on the bench, they'll give it to the wing right side. Spensari, Spensari, nothing there. No gain, second and ten left side. So back-to-back fumbles. John Raymakers does a great job on the tackle there. Here's the one thing I'll say, Doug. A lot of people will say, well, he's a freshman in this type of situation. Doug, he's not a freshman. After today, he'll never play another football game until next year, and they'll call him a sophomore. He's a sophomore at this point. Has Him fumbling that ball has nothing to do with his grade. Boss now the fullback. But again, Bailey Pelster on the sideline with ice and his shoe off on that right ankle. They'll hand it to Boss. He tries to man up, and he's met there by a red wave. Let up front by two or three Norfolk Catholic Knights. It looks like the first man in there. What was 71, Doug? It was Ethan Piper, another freshman. Just did a great job. Once he got a hold of him, he just wouldn't let go, and all of his buddies got there. Matt Miller in there as well. A gain of none. Third down and 10 for Columbus Scotus at their own 31-yard line. No wideouts here on third and 10. Both wings in, boss the fullback. And they will send Spensari in motion, but back to pass. Rolling, rolling, Prismas throws it against his body. Jump ball, and it's caught. 
SCOTUS will get the first down at the 48. Now they say incomplete. One called it a catch. One calls it incomplete. Boy, I tell you, Doug, Doug, you cannot. Nope, there. It hit the ground. Good call. There was a battle for it. Then it hit the ground, and it ends up in the Norfolk Catholic players' hands. The fans are not pleased by watching it on the Jumbotron here, but it did look like it hit the ground. Intended out there in the flat. Yeah, Norfolk Johnson. Going to get it back. Doug, understand this offense hasn't moved since Pilster came out. You're talking about 1,400 yards of offense with him and uh, uh, many, many touchdowns. If he can't come back in this game, things change for them dramatically. Well, they were trying to get it to Jackson Kumpf. My apologies. And it was incomplete. They're ready to punt the ball. A little pressure away up into that wind. A short kick. Norfolk Catholic will let it bounce. It'll take a little Columbus Scotus roll to the 33-yard line. That'll be a 36-yard punt. No return. It's been a crazy last three minutes here of football time. Columbus Scotus maintains a 13-7 lead over Norfolk Catholic. And the wind continues to gust up here near 20 mile an hour. Yeah, it's going to be really hard to return punts today, Doug. Uh, not only will it be hard to punt, but it will be hard to return them simply due to uh, the way it's going to blow around. We're going to get another TV timeout. Doug, can you look down and see? They don't have – do they have an uh, air cast on him or just ice? Looked like it was Kielster. just ice when they uh, when they showed it just a moment ago. We'll take a timeout with them. 6.19 to go here in the first half. It is Columbus Scotus 13 and Norfolk Catholic 7. Community is a place that means coming together, a place where smiles are warm, where handshakes are firm, the day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. We work for farm and ranch families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm or ranch, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Visit nefb.org to learn more. Out of the timeout, they'll just go a little pop pass out here into the hands of Miller. He'll follow his blocks to the 38-yard line. And Darren Rincoll makes a nice tackle there on the outside. That thing looks a little scary. Uh, Norfolk Catholic keeps pressing the perimeter here, Doug. He's taking a lot of speed off the field with Pilster on the sideline. 5.50 to go here in the first half. Wishbone look this time, and they'll give it to Katz. He is not going to fool anybody, but he'll bounce off two or three before being picked up off the ground and driven backwards. He'll make it a yard short of the line of scrimmage. It'll be third down and seven. Yeah, Jake Boss makes him cut it back, but then Evan Shohan's there to finish the thing, Doug. Uh, this Evan Shohan is a heck of a football player. Really, these linebackers, uh, Boss, Kumpf, Dodson, uh, fast, athletic guys, really ball hockey. Uh, and they're all pretty big. Dodson's six foot. Shohan is six one. Boss is six foot. Kump six one. Third down and seven at their own thirty seven yard line. Fake the handoff to the man in motion. Looking right now, quarterback Miles Verbka is going to run. He gets to the corner and he's very close. It's all about the official. He's going to give him the first down at the forty four. Yeah, that was a great job. And I tell you what, uh, if the offensive line holds up just a little bit better, uh, they're the fullback for Norfolk Catholic had gotten down the seam. Drew Lisey had gotten in the seam, Doug, and initially there was nobody near him. They'll come back to that. 
SCOTUS 13, Norfolk Catholic 7, 5 minutes to go. Fresh set of downs, hand it to the second man through, and about a yard again, that's Inglehop. He's back playing on a banged-up ankle. Pelster for SCOTUS is out with a banged-up ankle. So uh, next man up in the state final. That's right. Cole Harrington doesn't make it any easier on Inglehop. He's going to make something else hurt there because Harrington stuck him pretty good. State football playoffs on ESPN Radio, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare, celebrating 100 years of inspired care. Both backs, Lizey in the backfield. They will send in motion from left to right, Stinson, and roll that way. Verbka passes, batted down at the line of scrimmage. Big paw again, Darren Wrinkle. We've called a couple of kids' names a lot in this football yeah, game. Yeah, Darren Wrinkle does a nice job there, Doug. Again, just extends his arms and moves his feet with the block. If you, you always tell your kid, if you can't get there, get your hand in the air. And Wrinkle's nice and long, and he did a good job with that. Columbus Scotus was able to score on their first two possessions, but since then, Norfolk Catholic has controlled the football. Third and nine nights at their own 45-yard line, trailing 13-7, to full house backfield. Verbka has time. Back against the grain, has a man open, but overshoots his intended target of Kelby Schaefer. Going to be a hold, Doug. This is going to end up replay third down. It's going to be about third and 20. I'd decline it. No I'd need t- to take that. I'd Make take, it fourth and 10. Yeah, I'd, I, yeah. Field position would be good here. He's punting with the wind. But you've seen Norfolk Catholic nail you for two, three, four big plays already. Wheel routes and running plays. No need to give free downs. It's okay. It's a coin flip. Right. I don't want to be on your staff. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to be the clock watcher. They will decline the hold. And back to return the punt will be Cole Harrington. Also, Kumpf back there. Fourth and nine at their own 45 after the incomplete pass. Norfolk Catholic trailing 13-7. to Snap back, no rush this time. Kick is away. He takes plenty of time to boot it. It's going to bounce at the 23, and Columbus Scotus will let it roll, and they're going to get another 10 or 12 yards off this. It'll die at the 10. It is a 45-yard punt, no return, and the Shamrocks with their worst field position of the ball game at their own 10, leading it 13-7 to with 3.59 remaining in the first half. They've got to get something going offensively, Doug. They've got to find something without Peelster. Uh, pri- or Peelster, excuse me. I mean, they've, they've got to find something without him uh, he's been the focal point of this offense the entire season. Since he's gone out, they haven't moved the ball. They have scored 13 points. One was off of a uh, seven-yard drive. Uh, so they're going to have to find uh, some more offense with him on the sideline. Still, he's sitting over on the bench with that ice on his right ankle, right foot. First down and 10. And Chet Sweet from left to right. They'll get it to Spenseri. Breaks a tackle, 10, 15, first down, 20. And he'll be brought down out at the 23-yard line. A good bit of running again by Spenseri. Tanner, a 5'10 senior, gives Scotus another first down. And this is your favorite part, Larry, where Scotus is going to get the ball to start the third quarter. They're 90 yards away. Now they're a little closer than that. Uh, after the 13-yard gain, but they have all their timeouts, 3.40 to go. They have time to put a drive together here. No question. Get the two-for-one, and as good as Norfolk Catholic has started to look in this thing, 
Wow, would that be a dagger if they could get a two-for-one here. Now Cole Harrington lines up in the Wildcat to take the direct snap, and he will keep it himself, faking the jet sweep, and Miller is going to meet him in the backfield and knock him down. They'll ride him all the way out of bounds, give him forward progress to the 23-yard line. So when these plays look like they lose a ton, they're actually just losing one, and it'll be second and 11. Yeah, what a little unlucky there, Doug. That play was just the jet sweep, and that time the quarterback kept it. That thing had been there and been there, and I think what Norfolk Catholic is doing is probably keying on who the quarterback is uh, because they've been running with the jet man the last three or four times, and that time they did not. And again, Harrington is there to take the snap. Boss to his left. Harrington will follow Boss to the left side, just dives into the hole, and there's nothing there. So Columbus Scott is playing a little conservative maybe as well, knowing that situation up 13-7. to We said at the time that it was 13 to nothing. Norfolk Catholic just needed to right the ship and get it into half. So far they've done that. If they can get in at 13-7, they will have accomplished that. Well, and, and the deal is here, Doug, is Columbus Scotus, for all the big numbers they put up, they don't throw the ball. They have zero passing yards in this game. In fact, I don't think they've attempted a pass. And at some point here, they're going to need to throw the ball. They've attempted to. They're 0 for 2 on the day. Uh, they're going to have to throw the ball some here. And they're going to have to burn a timeout here. Their first of the ball game. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 2.01 to go in the first half. Columbus Scotus has third and nine at their own 25, leading Norfolk Catholic 13 to 7. This is the C1 State Final. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. State High School football playoffs brought to you in part by Tom Dinsdale Autoplex in Grand Island. All you need to know in central Nebraska is Tom Dinsdale Autoplex and TomDinsdale.com. With our producer engineer Caleb Henry and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda from Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. Near the halftime mark of the C-1 state championship, 2-0-1 2-0-1 to go, 13-7 Columbus Scotus. They face a third and nine at their own 25, and they'll line up in that double wing with Boss in the backfield, bring Christmas under center. Motion man from left to right. Defensive switch here now for Norfolk Catholic. Christmas back to pass, has time, rolls right, throws it underneath, and it is going to be caught by Spensari, but only for like two yards, if that, and a punting situation. Nothing there, and Doug, did you see when they motioned did you see how easy the uh, coverage role was? You asked at the beginning of this thing about a coach's, you know, would that play into this? And you just saw it right there. That was a straight base cover, too. As soon as the motion came across, they uh, changed the coverage all the way down into a quarter-quarter situation. And that's a coaching issue where how it's effortless and seamless that happened they're going to change punters tate von cannon is in there and he has punted and he hits a dandy it'll be fielded at the 38 yard line and with some room to run to the right side is counts 45 50 into columbus scotus territory 40 he'll be brought down at the 38 yard line it was a 38 yard punt 
but a return of almost all of that from the 37, 13, 23, 25-yard return, it looks like, to the Columbus SCOTUS 38, and Norfolk Catholic has two timeouts. Yeah, the world has changed here, Doug. Uh, Columbus SCOTUS players' heads are down a little bit. They're moving a little slower. Norfolk Catholic has all the juice right now. When you lose the adrenaline, Couts is going to take the direct snap again. And out of the Wildcat, brings it to the left. And there's some good blocking, but he's bounced around like a pinball at the 36. Gets to the 34. A gain of four. How much of this can Couts take? The way they're running it, you're getting hit a little bit harder than if you just run it in between the tackles. Yeah, you're running into somebody, but there's a little more momentum when you're trying to use that speed coming outside of the end. Yeah, no doubt about it. Second down and six. This time they will put Verbka in. He'll swing it out there to Miller. He's the reliable split in. Catches it at the 33. Gets inside the 30. Close to the first down at the 28. You know, one of the things that will be interesting to see later in this game, Doug, Norfolk Catholic is playing a lot of skilled players. You know, there's multiple skilled players running in and out on every play. Columbus Scotus on every play, it's different linemen. Those are the guys that normally get tired. And they definitely, that's one something they've done all year. It is a first down. They'll pitch it to Couts. Couts hits into the secondary. He's got another first down. Upended at the 15-yard line. What great vision by this freshman, Dylan Couts. Yeah, he's over 1,000 yards as a freshman. You know, you got to think that kid could be five, 6,000 by the time it's done. My goodness. Split out wide to the right is Stinson as they try to keep it going. 50 seconds and counting at the 15. Verbka hands it off to Engelhop. Huge hole right side. He's inside the five. Runs over the defender. Touchdown Knights. And an extra point away from taking the lead into half. Look at Coach Beller. You do not see that very often, Doug. Holy moly, he is excited down there. Look, he's still screaming and poking and yelling. You don't see that out of him, Doug. This is a guy that's won nine state championships, very stoic. This game matters to him right now. Holy cow. What a big run by Engelhop showing the toughness of the 6'4", 235-pounder. The extra point kick is up, and it is in. And Columbus Scotus, who had all the momentum and all the adrenaline, Once that comes away, you could really have a downer, and that's what's happened to the Knights or the uh, Shamrocks right now. Who would have thought Norfolk Catholic would have the lead at halftime, but it takes them 101, four plays, 38 yards, and our five points bank touchdown is a 15-yard run by David Engelhop. 42 seconds remaining in the first half. Norfolk Catholic 14, Columbus SCOTUS 13. Here in the heartland of America, we need hard work. For working, tailgating, a truck gets a job done. At Tom Dinsdale, we promise first-rate customer service. And our extensive inventory and new facility will make your car buying experience a pleasure. From Omaha to Denver, don't buy anything without checking Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island. Tom Dinsdale, your truck destination. What a momentum shifter here at Memorial Stadium and. It is now what we expected it to be, a good, tight football game. It was Scotus early. It's Norfolk Catholic in the second quarter. Yeah, Scotus just got to get it to the shed here, make a couple adjustments on offense. They've still got uh, plenty of gas in the tank, Doug. Dylan Cotto will boot it away on the ground. It's picked up at the 7. Comes up the right sideline, 20, 25, and not much going there. 
just running until he ran into the North Fork Catholic Knights was the Columbus Scotus deep man in Luke Jaretsky. Yeah, that was a nice job there, Doug. And the freshman makes the tackle. Dylan Couts doesn't just carry the ball. You are still just a freshman. you got to play some special teams. <laughs> they make him go out there and make the tackle. Well, Scotus doesn't throw the ball. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see a straight kneel down right here. They do have some speed. Maybe they'll run jet sweep a couple of times and see what happens. They're in their base formation with Boss as the fullback. Christmas will send Jaretsky in motion, or excuse me, Spensari in motion. He gets the corner, 30, 40, secondary, and runs out of bounds at midfield, and then a late hit flag will go along with it for Norfolk Catholic. They'll be all the way inside the 35 with 30 seconds to go. Oh, boy, and there was a terrible hold there, but it never did get uh, noticed. Norfolk Catholic defender was going down the field with his arms up. Can't have the late hit. Doug, it's exactly what you said. Use your speed, get to the edge. Sinceri does get to the edge, and then the added 15. That's a killer. You're going to be at the 35 with 30 seconds left with two timeouts. It's an eternity. The coach cannot be mad at his defensive back. He was on a full sprint there, and, I mean, you're one step away from either being inbounds or out of bounds and made a clean tackle. There was nothing dirty about it, but Spensari using his speed and gets tackled out of bounds. I mean, he does. And they elect to throw the flag, and there's no problem with that either, but there was no malicious intent on that one, and they will see a first and 10 at the 34 for Columbus Scotus. They've got two timeouts and 30 seconds to go. Same double-wing formation, boss the fullback. Quarterback, Prismas, sends his man in motion from left to right in Harrington. Long count, three-step drop. Now a draw to boss, and he's got a whole open field, 30 20 15, shoved out of bounds inside the 10-yard line. Only one man stayed home. Yeah, Doug, in our, we run it a little different in our playbook. That's called 33 Sally right there. They did a great job. The quarterback sells the rollout all the way out. Look at him in the replay. He's just going to stuff it in there on his way by. You'd like your back to sit tight. Just one more count, and he carries the rollout. Ball up at his ear. The whole world's looking the other way. Angle Hop made the touchdown saving tackle. First and goal, Shamrocks. And we've got a timeout called by the Norfolk Catholic Knights. And so depression could turn into elation again for these two teams before we go into halftime. First and goal in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney red zone at the 10-yard line. Platte Valley Auto of Kearney, when you're in the zone to find a new or used vehicle, head to the top of the hill, second and 42nd. Kearney's hometown. Ford store on a drive that started at the 21-yard line or 25-yard line. Get a couple of big plays, get a penalty in there, and you are quickly in scoring distance in scoring zone again here at the 10-yard line. But it's, it's an old Statue of Liberty. If you played in the 60s, that's what they ran was a Statue of Liberty play. And Engelhop was the only man even left defensively on that side of the field. Miller then came over from his safety, but what a run by the big fella in boss. Yeah, you like to run the one receiver more inside, so when it gets outside, there's not anybody out there. But that was a great job there. Now they'll bring everybody in a little bit tighter here. Double wings with the receiver to the left. Boss as your fullback. Heavy count, little movement on the defensive line, and that will allow Prismas to come back out, maybe fake the change count. 
He'll go on a double reverse, inside handoff to Harrington. He'll get it to the 7, and Columbus Scotus will use the timeout. They'll have one remaining. Again, you see that a lot in that wing tee where you'll give it to one wing and gives it back to the other wing coming across. Crisscross counter, uh, Doug, there. It's it's just basic counter. You run crisscross counter. Normally, the one guy's up into the two-hole, and there you just keep him as crisscross counter. Spensari took it, handed it back off to... Cole Harrington, and boy, you got to be precise because you barely have it in your possession before you're trying to give it off. Yeah, no question. It's You'll see that in the next game a bunch. You know, very traditional wing tee team is David City Aquinas. Uh, I like what SCOTUS does. They run some wing tee principles, yet they're a uh, kind of a jet team. That's where if they have any pass concepts, they get in sets that would allow them to do it. I just don't think that they do it. The wings, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, the wings that SCOTUS have are tracksters. The wings that you'll see from Aquinas today are fullbacks and bulldogs that are going to run you over. These guys are trying to run by you. Yeah, no, I mean, SCOTUS got real speed. Second and goal at the seven, but just 17 seconds and one timeout remaining for Columbus SCOTUS. Norfolk Catholic up 14-13. Double wing again. With Spensari in motion, they'll give it to him around the left side. He gets the corner, cuts back inside. They shove him out of bounds, short of the pylon at the one, third and goal. Yeah, Justin Timmerman comes up and makes a great play there, Duggar. That was going to get in. I thought when he got to the corner, it was going to be a touchdown. Timmerman does a great job here. Boy, to stop that speed and to shove it backwards, great tackle, final timeout will be used here, it looks like, by Columbus Scotus. Yeah, Timmerman and Nathan. Maybe not. Maybe they just called him. Maybe they just called him. They're going to have to use it. They have just got the play in with 10 seconds to go. Scotus is going to have to use the timeout. They come up with five, four, three. They want the timeout. Nobody's watching. And finally, the timeout is called. You could tell that the play wasn't even into the kids' And there was 11 seconds on what the What you're upset five. there is, is your kids were slow out of the huddle. If it gets in with 10, if they break the huddle with five, it's enough. You know, they needed to hustle the line of scrimmage there. There's where you're a little upset. Is but this, this changes things, Larry. No question. Because you could, you could have gotten two plays off. Now you score or you don't. If you don't, the, the half is over. No because question. you have no more timeouts. The timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Will SCOTUS punch it in? We'll find out in 30. Nebraska Land National Bank. This is Carol Pelster, Branch Operations Manager at Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. During the holiday season more than ever, our thoughts turn gratefully to those who have made our progress possible. And in this spirit, we sincerely say thank you, and we look forward to continue serving you with local people, local decisions, and local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. Could be our... Moment of the game right here, a yard away from the lead, and if they don't get in, Norfolk Catholic will have the lead. Christmas under center, Boss behind him. They'll hand it off on the end of round and stood up at the goal line. Harrington's in. Not by much, but Harrington's in. Five seconds to go before halftime. That's a great play call for this reason, Doug. You run jet sweep to the field, okay? But here's what you tell him in the timeout. Of course, that play is to hit the perimeter. You tell him, look, as you're running down, you've got your one eyeball into the end zone. The minute you see a crease where you can take one step, take it, and you're into the end zone. 
It's supposed to press the edge, but you tell him you get one eyeball forward, one eyeball into the end zone. The minute you can take a step, do so. And because they missed an extra point, they'll line up to go for two here. Man out wide to the left. Here's the inside delay. Nothing there for Boss. Good thing they didn't run that on a third down play. So the two-point conversion is no good. They faked that jet sweep and just gave it to Boss. Fake pitch and gave it to Boss, and he is swallowed up well behind the line of scrimmage. But the bottom line is five plays, 75 yards, 32 seconds, and Columbus Scotus is going to have the lead 19-14 going into halftime on the one-yard run by Cole Harrington, our five-points bank touchdown. With over 60 years of experience, Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating is the company to trust with all your heating needs. Winter will be here soon. Is your heating system ready? Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Kelly and the crew will check out everything on your furnace or heat pump to make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or on the web at andersonbros.com. The emotions of sports are a roller coaster, and even more so, Larry, in a state final. No question. You're seeing it on both sides, and it's the ebb and the flow. And what you've got to be able to do is, to be quite honest, is control that emotion. Five seconds left. Go back in, regroup. And for both of these teams, 24 minutes, well, to be quite honest, for immortality. Norfolk Catholic still in the, in the back of their mind. You got to say, hey, after those first five minutes, we're, we're, we're okay. Yes. Squib kick here. Norfolk Catholic will try and run it. Picked up at the 28, 30, 35. Lizey will be brought down there, and that will run out the there clock. There should be a second, Doug. I'm sure they'll put it on. He actually got tackled. There were two seconds on there. Nope, they're going to say half. So that is the end of the first half with your score. The Columbus go to Shamrocks 19, and the Norfolk Catholic Knights 14. Each team scoring a touchdown in the final 45 seconds of this first half of play. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll look at the first half stats. We'll preview the two finals yet to go. We'll look back at yesterday and run down some of the other world of sports news that is going on on this Tuesday. No Doug and Daddy show today. Again, a reminder that we will be back for our Doug and Daddy show tomorrow at 11 o'clock, 11 to 12, live at Cunningham's for our Husker lunch. And then Steve Sipple, the Lincoln Journal star, will be talking Big Red football to wrap up the regular season in Iowa from 12 until 1. Here it's 1914 SCOTUS over Norfolk Catholic halftime of the C1 State Championship on ESPN Radio. I think you go into nursing because you have a vision of being able to make a difference in people's lives. I remember the nurse when I was a child and going to the doctor's office. I guess that was what I always just wanted to do. It's the nurses that make the difference as to whether a patient really feels good about being here and feels like they're in good hands. I think the nurses gained status because they lived it number one, but they also brought all that knowledge and expertise from many years of dealing with pretty much any situation that they might run into. They became respected by the medical staff as very highly qualified registered nurses. So I'm, I'm kind of proud of that. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care, Mary Lanning Healthcare. 
The difference between an average home and a beautiful home may be something as simple as an interior door. And when you choose Mead Lumber, you choose to have a great selection of everything you need for a small home improvement to a complete remodel. Mead Lumber can help you design a floor plan and provide the supplies you need to build it. Mead Lumber is committed to providing quality and sustainable building materials, a strong product mix and selection, competitive pricing and outstanding service, timely delivery, and so much more. Mead Lumber and Carney, building dreams and relationships. A beautiful November Tuesday for the State High School Football Championships. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. Halftime of the C1 Final, Columbus Scotus 19 and Norfolk Catholic 14, and Larry Baker, just like all of our games yesterday, an ebb and flow, a back and forth in this football game. Yeah, no doubt about it. And it really started the big start. Norfolk Catholic couldn't get out of their way, just made far too many mistakes in their first two possessions. Scotus turned that directly into 13 points, and then Scotus really started to struggle. Bailey Pelster comes out of the game. They can't find any offense. Norfolk Catholic does it the way they like to do it. Play action pass, uh, ISO power run game, score the 14 points, and then SCOTUS found the offense um, off of the jet sweeps. Tanner Spencer uh, starts to do a great job, and now they take a lead into in a five-point lead into the half. And as you said, massive emotion, big ebbs and flows. You've got to be able to manage that for 48 minutes. And you talk about the amount of passes these two teams combined for 15 pass attempts per game this year. And Norfolk Catholic, Miles Verbka, 8 of 11 for 94 yards in the first half. And that is the story, Doug. That 8 of 11 really um, ended up being uh, in very, very key spots. 94 yards, you know, you look at this 170 to 147 yards, Norfolk Catholic having the edge. It's all about what Norfolk Catholic's been able to do through the air. The four penalties for 35 yards has really hurt Norfolk Catholic. It is a 19-14 ball game, and what adjustments will be made at halftime. Again, Norfolk Catholic came in, took the ball after a defer by Columbus Scotus, went three and out, and then dropped the punt snap, which allowed a one-play seven-yard run by Bailey Pelster. And, Got SCOTUS off. Who's going to be? If if there's going to be nerves, it's taken care of right there for SCOTUS. Well, yeah, and I think here's the thing. Sometimes as a coach, you and I had this talk a little bit last night at supper. Sometimes you chase ghosts and you freak yourself out a little bit. You know, you you sit there in those first couple series without Pelser and go, holy cow, this is 1,400 yards of my offense gone. Well, part of the reason he had 1,400 yards offense is because he was getting the ball. You give it to Spenceri. You give it to Harrington as many times as that guy had it. And here's 1,400 yards of offense there. Just relax. Know that you have great players. You're in the C1 State Championship game because you're a great coach and great kids and blah, blah, blah. Play the game. So it will be a second half to determine another state champion. We've got two more games today. And, again, Oakland Craig, we're not the only ones. Uh, Oakland Craig is the biggest underdog of the 
six games coming in. But that's what makes sports outstanding. And it's not because they're not good. That's not the story because they've shown that they are good by beating Battle Creek the way they did in the state semifinals and avenging their only loss. Burwell did the same thing. They avenged their only loss to Amherst and got into the state finals and showed themselves really well yesterday against BDS. They got off to a slow start. Oakland Craig can't get off to a slow start today. Neither one of those teams really chucking around, but Aquinas is so physical that what they average per yard, what they average per offensive play this year is incredible. And from the beginning of the year, many people believe that Aquinas could be the overall best team in C, and then Scotus beats them by a score of 10-6 to 6 to put that to rest, even though it's 10-6 to 6 in a great close football game. But when Ron Mimic, at a point, said that this could be his best ever football team, that's saying something. That's no. like Beller saying, hey, I got nine titles and this is my best team. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think the key, Doug, uh, to this thing, really focusing on Oakland Craig, uh, their two wins to get to Lincoln are unbelievable because they beat a given team that was as good of C2 team as I've seen uh, in some time, excluding, the, excluding David City Aquinas. I had seen all of the teams on film. And I'm telling you right now, Gibbon was the best one that I had seen. And I also saw them in person, you know, uh, playing them. And Oakland Craig went in and dominated the game. Uh, Just absolutely dominated that game. I watched the Oakland Craig Battle Creek game. Oakland Craig was never in it. They go to Battle Creek and dominate that game. So I I do have to believe that there's nobody that's going to put that night uniform on today for Oakland Craig that doesn't believe that they can slay the dragon and beat David City Aquinas. The, now, the thing is, the Monarchs will be ready to play. They are physical up front. They have three backs that are unbelievable. They have two fullbacks that are the two best fullbacks in the state. Uh, I, I suppose there's somebody in the Metro that's better, but I'm just telling you right now, in any class. Uh, so, no question, there could be a David uh, slay a Goliath today. But the Goliath and the Monarch may just roar. And again, and then tonight you get Class A, and we keep talking about why and how Millard North can be in the game and maybe win the game. Let's face it, Millard West is the favorite in this football game. What is it that Millard West can do to repeat what they did to Millard North back in Week 2 and be comfortable tonight? Play um, uh, assignment defense. Don't let that option game lose you because – if they can play assignment defense, they'll keep that option game off of the field, which puts the second or third best quarterback in the state of Nebraska on the field. Anna Jessica is a great quarterback. They've got a lot of skilled guys. They will move the ball offensively, Doug, and that's going to be the key. If Millard North can get the option game going and keep Anna Jessica on the sidelines, Millard North's got a chance to win. If, if Millard West will just stay with the initial game plan that they have the first time, it was at 45-7 or something like that, they just played assignment football on defense, didn't chase uh, the mirrors, the smoke and mirrors. Uh, when they played defense, Anna Jessica stayed on the field, and when he's on the field, he scores points. Well, here at halftime, it's Columbus Scotus 19, Norfolk Catholic 14. Scotus will get the ball to start the third quarter of play. When we come back, we are going to have a sports update from Mike Will. We will take a look at the first-half stats of our ball game and get you ready for second-half action. This is KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our Internet streaming brought to you by the University of Nebraska Kearney. We are the difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit. Back with more from Memorial Stadium in just a bit. 
Shop local. Shop Small Business Saturday at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Entire store, buy one item, receive the second at 50% off, excluding Brighton and special orders. All outerwear, 30% off, from leather jackets to wool coats. Entire stock, men's suits and sport coats, from traditional to slim fit, now 30% off. Ladies, take an additional 20% off select clearance racks. Support Small Business Saturday. Personal service and professional tailoring, Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings and Kearney. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Good afternoon, I'm Mike Will, a Sports Center update on ESPN, brought to you by Plum Creek Motors in Lexington, where everyone gets a great deal and a great deal more. Jessica Shepard scored 22 points and grabbed six rebounds to lead the Nebraska women's basketball team to an 89-38 win over Southern last night at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Shepard also had two assists, two blocks, and two steals. Natalie Romeo pitched in with 21 points. Maddie Simon had 11. Huskers held Southern to just 24.6% shooting, including two of 19 from three-point range. Nebraska head coach Connie Yori says her team has been able to develop a lot of depth in the first four games of the season. I feel like we can go four deep in the post and right now and, and uh, you know, and, and, and hopefully five deep. And um, we, we've created some guard depth. And Maddie Simon played a good, good game today. And I think Jazz Sincor is, you know, still not playing her best, but she's got really capable of being a really good player for us. And, and I think she's going to, um, you know, she's starting to work her way back into what the jazz that we know and, and um, you know, coming off injury. And so I think we're, um, you know, we've got five guards that we can put out on the floor. And then I think, you know, Woody and Esther are both ki- kids that understand what we're doing and, and you're not afraid to put them in there because they, they you, can, you can trust that they'll know what, what what's going on. Nebraska now 4-0 in the season. They'll face top-ranked UConn coming up on Saturday. The Nebraska men's basketball team will be looking for their third straight win tonight when they play host to Arkansas Pine Bluff at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Huskers are 3-1 and one in the season. The Golden Lions are 1-3. and three. Tip-off will be at 7. We'll have it on the breeze. KOIQ 94.5 beginning with the pregame show at 6.04. The Nebraska football team will battle third-ranked Iowa on Friday. A victory would be the Huskers' third straight, their second over a top-10 team in three games, and clinch a trip to a bowl game. Nebraska head coach Mike Riley. It would uh, give us a chance to continue practicing and and then in that practice work longer with younger guys and the development part of it, the guys that are redshirting right now that we could spend a little more time with. Lots of residuals there, but just for this team, it would be great, and for the also our upcoming team. Friday's game gets underway at 2.30. Pre-game show begins at 9.30 on the breeze. KLIQ 94.5. Hastings College women's basketball team will entertain the College of St. Mary's tonight at Lynn Farrell Arena. The Broncos are 6-0 after Saturday's 80-73 win over Northwestern. The Flames are 3-3. Tip-off of the game will be at 6. Pre-game show begins at 5.45 on 12.30 KHAS. 
And the Nebraska Kearney volleyball team is in the NCAA tournament for a 17th straight season and will battle Central Oklahoma in the first round game of the Central Regional next weekend in St. Paul, Minnesota. The Lopers are 27-19 all-time in the NCAA tournament. That's sports. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Sure, you know Fanatics is a great place to watch the game and have great food. But Fanatics is also the perfect place for your holiday party. Their party room can be set up for an intimate gathering or a company Christmas party for up to 100. Order straight from the menu, or Fanatics will customize a meal for you and your guests. Enjoy your privacy or join the fun with everybody else at Fanatics. Fanatics does birthday and graduation parties, too. Holiday parties are more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks, Central Avenue, Kearney. Welcome back to halftime of the C1 State Championship game. Columbus Scotus 19 and Norfolk Catholic 14. Let's look at a few of the stats here for you, starting with the Knights of Norfolk Catholic on the ground. Freshman Dylan Couch, 16 carry, 70 yards. Then you go to your running back, 235-pounder David Engelhop, five carries, 20 yards, and a touchdown. Quarterback Miles Verbka, two for negative two overall as a team, 24 carries, 76 yards through the air. Verbka has put it up 11 times, completing eight of those, 94 yards and a touchdown, 94 through the air, 76 on the ground, 170 yards of total offense here for Norfolk Catholic, 10 first downs for the Knights in this ballgame, penalties 4 for 35 overall. On third down, 3 of 8, they went for it three times on fourth down, converting just one of those. Receiving, he's went to Engelhop and Miller uh, four times eats. Uh, Engelhop four catches 71. Miller, the other four for 23. He has the touchdown. Offensively for Columbus, Scotus running it. Tanner Spensari, six carries, 49 yards. Cole Harrington, seven carries, 48 yards and a touchdown. Jake Boss, four carries, 29 yards. Bailey Pelster before the injury, just three carries, 20 yards and a touchdown. And quarterback Brady Prismas has the one-yard quarterback sneak touchdown. 21 rushing attempts, 147 yards. Prismas, one of three through the air for zero, or as John Madden used to say, none yards. So nothing through the air. All 147 is on the ground. Six first downs for Columbus. Go to remember, one of their touchdowns was a seven-yard drive. So that's why one of the reasons they're a little bit behind the numbers. They have no penalties in this ball game. They're three of six on third down. They have not uh, went for it on fourth down yet in the ball game. Time of possession is four minutes plus in favor of Norfolk Catholic in this football game. When you look at a couple of the uh, defensive statistics for these two teams, it is Norfolk Catholic's Aaron Hoff, six tackles, five solo, and then very balanced throughout that. But for Columbus Scotus, Evan Shohan, seven tackles, six solo, Jackson Kump, seven tackles, Five total, and we've called their name a bunch already in this game. Yeah, Shohan, Kump, Dodson, and Foles. Those are those linebackers. Uh, Jake Boss as well. So your score here at the half, Columbus Scotus 19 
and Norfolk Catholic 14. A seven-yard run by Bailey Pelster. The quarterback sneak by Prismas. And the other one-yard run by Cole Harrington. That is in between the 17-yard pass from Verbka to Matt Miller and a 15-yard run for David Engelhop for Norfolk Catholic. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half of the C1 State Football Championship right after this. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. The State High School Football Championships are brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, and Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Well, Pelster is walking the sidelines here for Columbus SCOTUS, has his helmet on, has his shoe on, has his ankle taped, but doesn't have a whole confident look. I mean, his shirt's not tucked in, his jersey's not down. So we'll see how that plays out. But Columbus Scotus, Larry, will get the ball to start the third quarter. Yeah, and what they've got to do is just continue on with what they started this thing with, Doug. Uh, and and you know what they started and finished uh, the half with was the same, just different personnel. Line drive kick, bobbled and picked up at the 13-yard line, up to the 20, little room 25, and roll out to the 30-yard line. Return that time by Jackson Kumpf, and that's where the Shamrocks will start first and 10 to begin the half. And again, the wind now a factor in a football game for the first time all week as it is pretty strong 15 to 20 miles an hour out of the south. Yeah, and it's a deal where if, if the Shamrocks are going to ever throw it, they need to do it into this wind because Norfolk Catholic, who can throw it, will have the wind in the fourth quarter, Doug. So SCOTUS with a five-point lead will come out with two backs in the backfield, and they will hand it to the fullback right up the middle, Boss, and he's got a good trap to the 35, 37, maybe even the 38, a gain of seven and a half on the first play. Yeah, Matt Miller did a great job in there just kind of hanging on and driving Justin Timmerman as well, Doug. But he had definitely, that uh, uh, they followed the sweep there, and they just ran belly inside. And that's a great little seven-yard gain. Second down and three. They'll bring everybody in tight. They'll go with that double wing with Boss about a yard and a half behind his quarterback. Harrington in motion. Sweep it to the right side. He'll be brought down just shy of the 40-yard line. It'll be third and a half yard. Yeah, Paul Euler on the tackle, Doug. And it was a good thing he was because that thing was going to get to the edge uh, there. So we're seeing uh, Columbus Scotus come back out here and just continue to do the same things that they'd done uh, through the entire first half. Line up in that double wing with a fullback behind and go inside and out. 
Third and inches. Christmas, the quarterback, snuck it in earlier. This would be a sneak situation, but he'll give it to Boss. Big hole, 45-50, secondary, 45, dragging Knights with him to the 40-yard line of Norfolk Catholic, a gain of 21. Yeah, just very simple there, a little 33-G uh, uh, trapping with the backside guard, uh, Doug, and that happens a lot of times on a short down and distance. Everybody's coming forward. They have their head down, and they don't have their head up, and they don't find the ball. May have anticipated the sneak a little bit like we did. So Boss, who really wasn't utilized all that much in the first half, a couple of big plays here on their last two series. Well, to run this stuff on the perimeter successfully, they've got to have some fullback action. Again, no wideouts, double wing, and they'll sweep it from right to left. Trying to turn the corner. Nowhere to go. Tanner Spensari, and he'll be brought down at the 39-yard line, a gain of one. Yeah, that's a nice job there by Christian Prim. Make the tackle, Doug, uh, alongside uh, Nathan Zock. Uh, that was just an uh, old kind of buck sweep. Uh, Geo pull the on guard and the back guard and look to kick one out and pin one inside. Scotus on the move on the opening drive of the third quarter here in our C1 final. Split out left is John Lovell. They will again give it to Boss. He'll come off right tackle and bring it to the 35 before being stacked up and a gain of five. Yeah, now you're seeing the Shamrocks, and this is with the lead where they just feel comfortable running their base stuff. Now they've gotten into where it's just all base wing T principles, Doug, where before they were opening things up a little bit, they just felt at the half. My guess is they talked to their kids and said, can you block them? And the kids said, let us run them over. And they're back in that wing tee here. Motion from right to left. Hand on the jet again. Spensari steps through the block to the 30-yard line and will have a first down. And how different it was because just in that last minute, that last drive Norfolk Catholic had, and you were talking about Coach Beller being so fired up and really giving congratulations to his line. Now all of a sudden, the SCOTUS line, just that quickly, challenged at halftime. Yeah, has come out and answered the ball. You're exactly right. That last play, again, just buck sweep uh, there, and it's just tough guy football. First and ten again. As Bailey Prismas lines up, they'll move Harrington in motion from left to right. He'll come set over on the right slot. Prismas wants to throw it out of the backfield, complete to Spensari. He'll get back to the line of scrimmage. Nothing there. It'll be second down and 10. Yeah, they do a great job swarming there. Paul Euler chases it down, uh, does an outstanding job there uh, getting to the ball. And that'll bring up second down and 10 at the 30-yard line. 19-14, Columbus SCOTUS, eight and a half to go here in the third quarter. Opening drive and using some time on this opening drive, yeah. even with that big run. And Norfolk Catholic has gone to a 6-2, Doug. Uh, I, it's their 4-4 principle, but they've walked those guys down, the outside linebackers down now over the tight ends. Hand off this time, Spensari left side, and he'll work for three tough yards to the 26. Yeah, they've just decided to make this thing a fight. And Norfolk Catholics, much obliged. Like I said, they've gone from their 4-4. Now they walk those guys down. It's a 6-2. Third, though, and uncomfortable uh, here where it's third in that 6-7 range, Doug. Third down, officially call it six at the Norfolk Catholic 27-yard line. They do need to make the 20, so it's all of six and a half. 
and they will spread it out a little bit with Twins to the left side, and Harrington is going to be taking the snap again. Cole in the Wildcat, high snap, controls it with one hand, comes off the left side and gets to the 25, but that's supposed to be a quick hitter into the hole, and the high snap just puts you a quarter step behind, a gain of two, and that'll bring up fourth down and five. Yeah, Victor Stoffel does a nice job on the tackle there, Doug, uh, because there was a hole. And they're going to attempt a field goal, it looks like. A 42-yard field goal that would give SCOTUS an eight-point lead. If I'm Norfolk Catholic, I'm not buying this at all. No, I agree. Wind at the back, though. And Jake Boss, the big fullback, is attempting a 42-yarder right in the middle of the field. Snap good. Placement down. The kick is away. Looks like he's got enough leg on it, and it's good. Boy, that's and that makes one. it an eight-point game. Yeah, that's a big deal, Doug, where you stretch it to that where this thing could turn into a bunch of slobber knocker football. One play cannot beat you now. Boy, right over the center of the bar. That's good in the tightest indoor football league field goal posts in the world. And Jake Boss's 42-yard field goal will make it Columbus SCOTUS 22 and Norfolk Catholic 14 here on ESPN Radio. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. The three L's of PlatteRiverPreps.com. Log on for info on all your favorite teams with links to articles organized by school and sport. Listen to any of the radio broadcasts on our five Platte River radio stations and download podcasts to past events. And like us on Facebook to get select pictures and breaking news of high school sports going on. Platte River Preps, your one-stop source for high school sporting news. Covering over 100 teams across the state of Nebraska, go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. Want to take a look at our Usera Care Hospice play of the first half. Usera Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all of the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Usera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. So was it the last touchdown by Norfolk Catholic, or was it the answer by Columbus Scotus? Well, I think the answer by Scotus. Big run on that one from Cole Harrington set it up. And now they will boot it into the end zone yet again. So that's not a problem here. SCOTUS has been able to kick all of their kickoffs into the end zone while all have been returnable on Norfolk Catholic kickoffs. And Jake Boss getting three to put him up by eight. Doug, I mean, these nine points, these nine unanswered points here by SCOTUS have been huge. This thing had totally spun. It looked like Norfolk Catholic was, had righted the ship, stopped making the mistakes. Uh, the injury was going to hurt SCOTUS. And just nine straight points here. So now Norfolk Catholic, this is the first time they've touched it since they took that 14-13 lead. And they will throw it out here in the flat to Miller. He caught it and will step out of bounds at the 27-yard line. A nice little seven-yard gain on first down from quarterback Verbka, who has been very good throwing the football for not doing it much. And we've got a man yeah, down got a here. cramp, Doug. And, I mean, he tried to get up, and his leg just seized on him. And that is Jackson Kump. That is down 
on the field with the cramp. Our state football coverage is brought to you in part by Tom Dinsdale Autoplex in Grand Island. All you need to know in central Nebraska is Tom Dinsdale Autoplex and TomDinsdale.com. So SCOTUS gets points. They don't get six or seven or eight. They get three, and that allows Norfolk Catholic to answer back. But we're already at a point where half the third quarter is almost gone. That's where this becoming eight is a huge deal, Doug. One lightning bolt can't beat you. I mean, it's just it, it changes everything for you when you can call an offense or call a defense knowing that, that you're not one play away from losing the thing or being behind. Worst-case scenario here, Norfolk Catholic has an amazing play, an amazing drive. Everybody's decided you're just tied. Yeah. Or still maybe up by one. So they will get Kump off the field here with the cramp. We're ready to go. Out of the pistol formation, handoff, Engelhop trying to work his way all the way to the outside. Nowhere to cut up, and Columbus Scotus will simply ride him out of bounds at the 27-and-a-half-yard line. It'll be third and short. Yeah, Darren Wrinkle there again, Doug, along with Matt Strecker, and they just stretched that thing out and stretched that thing out. I'm really impressed uh, with Darren Wrinkles. He's 6'2", 190, Doug, and he's got some wheels. He can run. <laughs> they don't... Sometimes what we see and what they put for stats don't jive. Wrinkle, we had three, four tackles. We had him down for a couple, so Wrinkle has a great day. Third and three, option pitch to the right side. Penalty flag comes at the point of the pitch, and they will get the first down with Engelhop, but this is coming back. And I'm telling you, this is the thing, Doug, that's been the most frustrating for the Knights uh, in this game. Again, Skoda still hasn't committed a penalty, and this is going to be the fifth one on the Knights. And, Doug, they've all come at a terrible time. All on a uh, on first down? Play. Yes. Well, not, I don't know if they all have, but a majority of them have negated first downs. And so instead of first down and 10 at the 31, they'll back them up, and this will be uh, the penalty flag behind the line of scrimmage could be all the way back to about the 13, 14-yard line. Yeah, the worst thing with holding, Doug, is it's a spot foul. It's not a line of scrimmage foul. So if that thing happens where you're trying to save somebody's life five yards deep, it's a big penalty. And all the way back inside their 15, they'll officially call it the 13-yard line, and now it's third and 17 here for Norfolk Catholic. Sometimes you tell your kids to hold them. If you're flat beat, let's say, and it's off the backside, Doug, you want to hold them and not get one of your guys just killed. And again, that hold... No bearing on the play. Oh, really? Absolutely no bearing on the play. Verbka going to throw it as far as he can. Sideline route. Jump ball. Picked off. Columbus Scotus getting the interception at the 41-yard line is John Lovell. And Scotus will take over in night territory. Misread of the coverage there, Doug. Lovell uh, high-pointed that ball from his safety position and just straight tracked it down like it was a punt. Never looked at the uh, offensive wide receiver. Nothing. If you watch that replay... He just, from the middle of the field, just has got his uh, eye on the ball and runs it right to the sideline. Does a great job. So a turnover in the football game will give Columbus Scotus field position in Norfolk Catholic territory intended for Matt Miller. And again, 6.03 to go here in quarter number three. And Doug, here we go again. The Norfolk Catholic's deal of kind of the mistakes piece. They had a first down. They didn't have to throw it. Uh, instead, they do, and they turn the thing over. Doug, I think. Okay, it's going to be. Um, well, there's a penalty. Well, flag well, here's the here. deal. I think you're going to get delay a game. 
Yeah. But uh, Norfolk Catholic, uh, Colton Lyons was out there kind of giving it to the official, like, what is going on? Well, he was looking at the play clock when the official first threw it. I thought they were throwing it on him for being unsportsmanlike. <laughs> well, a five-yard penalty makes it first and 15. It's not how you want to start the series. At the 47. Again, I'm not saying it was or wasn't a hole back there on that third down play, but the play was already to the outside. It was not going to make a difference on the way that ended up. So they'll go fullback dive here, and Boss is going to get minimal, minimal this time for one. Some point here, Doug, the way that looked, you had half the defense go with the motion, man. You had the other half take the dive. Nobody went with the quarterback, and he did a good job keeping his hands on his hip as if he was hiding the ball on the boot. You go naked boot here, he could run for a ways. 22-14, Columbus SCOTUS, 5.33 to go here in the third quarter. Stay in that wing tee, Harrington to the left, Spensari to the right, Harrington in motion, give it to him on the sweep from left to right. He'll cut it up inside to the 40-yard line and pick up a couple of yards. It'll be third down and long. Of course, after the delay game penalty, they had already been behind the sticks there. It was second and 14, third and eight, a gain of six. Yeah, Aaron Huff makes the tackle there, does a nice job, Doug. Uh, that was just buck sweep again. Uh, Skoda's cut that ball up a gap soon. They needed to stretch that one more gap, and I think there would have been more money there. So Columbus Skoda's trying to take advantage of the interception. Faces third and six at the 40-yard line. Harrington in motion, left to right. Give him twins out there. Prismas will take it. Roll to his right, inside handoff to his fullback boss. Runs into the official, and then runs into the Norfolk Catholic Knights, and he'll be stopped. That hole was there, but he ran into the official, it looked like. Doug, it was the exact same play they ran down here, the Statue of Liberty, as you call it. Well, he didn't run uh, into the official. He ran into the defensive back in David Engelhop, who had brushed off the official to make the tackle. Yeah, they need to be more patient with that play. It's going to be there. They've got to be more patient with it. And man down again. And this looks like it could be in the line for Columbus Scotus. An injury timeout here on the field. It'll be a fourth down situation. This time for Columbus Scotus, the fourth downs have been on Norfolk Catholic side of the field, and they are able to help up Sam Novicki, and he'll walk off under his own power. So he might have just got rolled up on right in the middle of that pile. Fourth down and four Scotus at the Norfolk Catholic 36-yard line. Here we go. Big, big one here. They're Doug. lining up for a field goal. 53 yards. Let's see if it's a pooch punt. They're going to kick it. Boss drills it. It's on the way, and it is good. That's got to be a state record, Larry. Holy moly, that was a big one. That's 53, I think, Doug. Jake Boss just hammered a 53-yard field goal and talk about the stones to send him out there to kick it. Wow, that was big, Doug. And as, according to the stats that we have, that is his second made field goal of the season. He was 0 for 1 uh, or 0 for 4 coming in, Doug, and he'd missed one extra point. His first made kick was the first field goal. Now you just make a 53-yarder to make this a two-score game. Columbus Scotus 25, Norfolk Catholic 14 here on ESPN. Where's your program? No, Mom! Josh's turn. I had to take it out the last time. 
Trash just isn't something people like to deal with. But at Ravenna Sanitation, we take trash seriously and are here to be your trash collection connection. If you need trash removal from your home, business, or farm, Ravenna Sanitation is ready to meet your needs. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County, is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Find Ravenna Sanitation in the Pleasanton or Ravenna phone book. Ready to boot it away again here, and it is going to go into the end zone again. Norfolk Catholic will take it at the 20 now. According to the numbers here, the longest field goal in a playoff game, not necessarily a final, was Norfolk Catholic's Drew Farley, a 57-yarder against Wahoo back in 2010 in C1. And the longest of all time, Millard South's Chris McClanthan hit a 59-yarder in 99 against Lincoln East in Class A. Those are big numbers, and I do know they don't separate them out, uh, playoff, state championship game to playoffs. They all are all are lumped together. And so first down and 10, Norfolk Catholic trying to get something going outside to the 24-yard line, second down and six, Engel Hop. Yeah, and it's the same thing. There's Darren Wrinkle again just stretching that thing out and stretching it out until all of those linebackers, Dodson, Shohan, Foles, all of them, Boss, can get there. But it was about uh, Wrinkle stretching that thing out and not giving up the edge. Hard to believe. You can see somebody pound through a 53-yard field goal at Memorial Stadium in a high school game. I would, I would again, put a little wager that that's probably the longest that's ever been made here in a high school game. In the narrow goalpost, Doug. As well, I think that's one of the other keys that, and he just, it went straight down the middle. I mean, he just pounded it. And it will be a timeout called here by Norfolk Catholic. Just two plays into the series, second down and six at their own 24 timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 337 to go in the third in the C1 Finals. SCOTUS 25, Norfolk Catholic 14. Here in the heartland of America, we need hard working trucks. For working, tailgating, a truck gets the job done. At Tom Dinsdale, we promise first-rate customer service. And our extensive inventory and new facility will make your car buying experience a pleasure. From Omaha to Denver, don't buy anything without checking Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island. Tom Dinsdale, your truck destination. This is Carol Pelster, Branch Operations Manager at Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. During the holiday season more than ever, our thoughts turn gratefully to those who have made our progress possible. And in this spirit, we sincerely say thank you, and we look forward to continue serving you with local people, local decisions, and local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. Out of the timeout, Norfolk Catholic will have second and six. Man in motion left to right, rolling Verbka. Rolling, wants to run, and is not going to be able to because he is met behind the line of scrimmage. Sack registered that time, and is comped back in the ball game. I believe that's Jackson. Yeah, Jake Boss just, like, shot out of a rifle, Doug. They tried to roll him out, and Boss just, it came, is Boss. just came downhill. Uh, that's so hard to do. You know, that looks so easy. You come on that blitz, on that rollout. Most generally, the quarterback cuts back on you or something. And these guys are just great tacklers. Third and 13. Send Miller out of the backfield. 
Go with the fullback draw here, trying to get something going with Engelhopped. And there was a nice hole, but he only gets to the 19-yard line. And who else? Another stepping up by Evan Shohan to yeah. make the tackle. It's just unbelievable. Boss goes and kills the quarterback, and Shohan kills the draw running back. It's like right before the play, they just made a plan and said, hey, you got that one, I got that one, we'll just take care of business. Norfolk Catholic, the momentum they had at one point in the second quarter, Doug, is gone. Engelhop now to punt it away. No pressure at all. Takes his time. High, short kick. That's going to Fair catch up. called for and made by Columbus Scotus at the 44-yard line by Cole Harrington. So, for the third time, Columbus Scotus has a drive starting in Norfolk Catholic territory. Yeah, it, this honestly starts to feel like if Scotus can get loose one more time, the Norfolk Catholic is in big trouble, Doug. Everything has just gotten tough again for them uh, on both sides of the ball. If they're not careful, Jake, uh, a boss might just come out here and kick one right now. A 42 and a 53-yard field goal already. Back to the wing tee. Motion is from right to left, and they'll sweep it that way. And drug down behind the line of scrimmage is Pensari at the 44-yard line. Norfolk Catholic able to get back there and make the tackle with Paul Euler. Yeah, and he's playing great, Doug. He followed that all the way across, defeated the block, got across the face of the blocker there. They're just a guy short on that buck sweep right now which tells you to run down. What they need to do is, 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 is block everybody down and kick that end man and gain the man. 25-14, Columbus Scotus, a minute 40 to go in the third of an Fort Catholic. This time the motion will be from left to right, and they have brought Luke Jaretsky into the ball game, and he's dropped behind the line of scrimmage on the other side. Yeah, Cameron Klug does a great job there, Doug. Exact same thing we just saw to the other side. And Klug plays it the same. He just plays straight down the line of scrimmage. And then once it gets to be time, he uh, has his run fit and goes to make the tackle. Well, that's Euler. He did it on both sides. Euler did him on both sides. And so back to the 49, third and 16 for Columbus Scotus. Norfolk Catholic trying to force a punt here with Brady Christmas under center. Hasn't went deep much today. And they'll just hand it off to the fullback boss. Not going to get enough to attempt the field goal this time. He's back to the 44. Yeah, that was kind of a give-up play there a little bit, Doug. Uh, That's the old, well, we've been running outside, so we think you're going to chase. But as you corrected me, Euler made the other tackle. He's not moving his feet either to the outside. He's chasing the ball, so he's just going to come downhill on the fullback as well. So ready to punt it away will be Tate Von Cannon. See if he can pit Norfolk Catholic inside the 10. Good line drive punt. They'll let it bounce, and it checks up and rolls straight to the sideline. It bounced at the 11 and went straight to the sideline to the 10. A 36-yard punt, no return, and the Knights down 11 will start at their own 10 with 15 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Doug Cowes, the freshman, did a great job there to uh, not try to be a hero at the 10. That thing was going to go over his head, just run away from it, don't make a mess, and uh, the Shamrocks got awful lucky. Lucky it just went straight out of bounds. And Dylan Couts hasn't ran the football here in this quarter. Of course, time of possession hasn't been much there for him. Full house backfield, and with a lot of motion, they'll give it to Couts. He slips away from a 
tackle in the backfield to get back to the line of scrimmage. They tried to horse collar him back at the five, but he able to break that and get to the 10. And that is the final play of the third quarter in the C1 State Football Championship. Columbus Scotus, 25. Norfolk Catholic, 14. 12 minutes away. Can it be the first title for Scotus since 1993? Or will Norfolk Catholic rally again? We'll find out after this. When a person first starts becoming aware of much of anything in Hastings, Mary Lanning Hospital is always part of that. The hospital has tried very hard to be a good neighbor and to be a part of the community itself. We're a part of something that's been going on for a long time that has meant a lot to a lot of different people. It's just important to know our heritage. The whole community is a part of the family. If you have a reputation to maintain and you maintain it, that gives you a great sense of pride. I think most citizens of Hastings really appreciate the fact that this hospital is here. It just plays a key role in this community in so many ways. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care. Mary Lanning Healthcare. The state football playoffs on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation and PlatteRiverPreps.com brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare, celebrating 100 years of inspired care. We're back in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC. Don't forget our next game at 245 this afternoon will be the C2 final between Oakland Craig and Aquinas. Then tonight at 645, Millard West and Millard North. In Class A. Here, it's Columbus Scotus 25, Norfolk Catholic 14. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you as the Knights face a second and 10 at their own 10, needing to get something going right here, Larry, to not put themselves in a position where they may only get two more possessions after this. Yeah, no, there's pressure on this drive now. You've gone through all the body blows and chin blows and all that. It's serious time now. You've got to go. Norfolk Catholic picked up six yards of total offense in the third quarter. Two long field goals for Scotus. Bootleg Verbka in trouble. Back against the grain. Out of the backfield. It is Cod Engelhop. 30, 40, 50. Sideline. Might be able to take it all the way. A 90-yard touchdown. That's how you get your drive going. Wow, that was a great job, Doug. And it all is going to start with the pressure. If you watch the offensive line in the back pick up a big block. On the back side of that, it was never going to get off. They make the block. It's a great throw, catches it in stride. And the Columbus Scotus defender has got the angle, just not the speed. And Verbka was about ready to get smashed, and he hung in there and made the throw. Yeah, Marcus Dodson just wasn't fast enough. And now the extra point kick. They're going to fake it and quickly line up to go for two. Confused Scotus, they dropped the snap. It didn't work. They wanted to go for two to make it a three-point game potentially, and the run is no good. But, hey, when you're looking at 90 yards ahead of you and one quarter to go, it really changes things on a 90-yard touchdown pass from Miles Verbka to his back, David Engelhop, and with 11.47 to go in the game, it's new again. Columbus Scotus 25, Norfolk Catholic 20, our five points, five points bank touchdown Five points, Bank of Kearney, the better bank. 
Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. How important is a kicker, Larry Baker? It's unbelievable. Those six points, I mean, you're talking about uh, almost 100 yards, Doug, in field goals in those two kicks. It's 19-21 to 21 right now without that, and SCOTUS is trying to find points. A 42-53 and a 53-yard field goal by Jake Boss in the third, and now a 90-yard touchdown reception for Norfolk Catholic to Engelhop. They'll boot it away, take it at the 10, room to the right, to the left, to the 20, 30, and all the way out to the 40-yard line. Again, how important is a kicker? SCOTUS keeps kicking it into the end zone, and Norfolk Catholic can't get it into the end zone, plus 20 on field position. Well, I thought it was only the basketball games that we saw big games uh, of runs. This game has been nothing but runs. One team has gone on a big one, then the other, then the other. And my goodness, what does SCOTUS have here, Doug? Norfolk Catholic's got to get stops and then still score. If you're SCOTUS, your focus is first downs and play defense. So Columbus SCOTUS now up by five. Back to that wing tee with Boss the fullback. And Christmas is going to hand it off to him off the left side. Bounces off one man. Gets hit hard and rolls forward to the 43-yard line. Gain of about two and a half. We'll call it second down and seven. Yeah, Paul Euler gets there first, Doug. And again, from that Mike linebacker spot. Just does a great job. He's a tough kid. Uh, great instincts uh, for a high school football player. He is a senior, 6'1", 190. A lot of 6'1", 190s out there. Well, that, by the way, we were talking about the field goals. That's the longest touchdown pass play in C1 playoff history. And, again, they'll run that jet sweep, but it's going to go nowhere. Norfolk Catholic all of a sudden. Has a little something going, but there is a penalty flag where he turns the corner, and and you know what that is. That's right, and now the question is, what do you do here? I think you move them back, Doug, because they're going to have to punt this into the wind if you can stop them. And you would love to see them attempt to throw it because the quarterback difference is very, very uh, noticeable here. Verbke can throw the ball. Prismas is not going to stand back there and throw a 30-yard bullet down the middle. Yeah, and I know 90 of it did come on one, but... Who would have thought you'd come in here and said 191 yards passing right now for Norfolk Catholic? That's been the difference in this thing. They've only ran the ball for 75 yards today. The longest was C291. In C1, it was an 84-yard pass from Anthony Lauders to Brody Unger. Pierce versus Boystown in 2008. Now you can change that up. Verbka to Engelhop. Second and 17, SCOTUS at their own 33-yard line. Out of the wing tee, they'll try that counterplay, and it's going to work for Harrington to get to the 40-yard line off the handoff from Spensari, and he's going to get the seven yards that they lose on the penalty. It'll be third and ten. Yeah, they do a nice job there. That's just crisscross counter, so basically what that turns into is 45 counter uh, there, Doug. The umpire got smoked on that play, too, just so you know. He got ripped. Euler let him have it. Third down and 10. Back to the wing tee. Spensari to the right. Harrington to the left. Boss in the backfield. 
And they will send him in motion. Same play. Spensari the other way. First down into Norfolk Catholic territory at the 48, a gain of 12. Yeah, again, same thing. That time, instead of 45 counter, they run 20, uh, or excuse me, the, the first time was the six counter. Now they run the five counter. And I tell you what, Doug, that thing had a real chance. Um, Ross Bonk. Uh, number 70 gets out there and he misses his blocker. That's six points. First and 10 after being second and 17. Norfolk Catholic, a play away from just getting the ball back down five. And now Scotus back in business. Handed off, sweep to the right side. Big hole, Harrington 40. Secondary 30. Breaks the tackle at the 20 and then steps out of bounds. Hustling down there to try and trip him up for Norfolk Catholic was Timmerman and could not quite do it, just speed. We missed that speed for a while here from Columbus Scotus, but there's Cole Harrington setting him up first and 10 at the 21. You know what I mean, though, Doug, about runs? Many times you'll see a team go on a run in football, but then there's an adjustment made, and it stops things. Here there's been no adjustments. The same plays that were run 10 minutes ago that didn't work are working. 28 yards on the play. Lovell will come out to the right side. Boss is actually going to line up as the right wing and they'll hand it to him. He'll get to the corner 20. Stiff arm 15. Drag him down inside the 10. First and goal. Shamrocks. Well, I tell you, Doug, um, you know, this is a situation. It's five right now. Norfolk Catholic has to keep this thing to a field goal and keep it within one score. 9:28, as they're in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney red zone. Stop by and see Platte Valley Auto when you're in the zone to find a newer used vehicle. Second and 42nd, Kearney home, Kearney's hometown Ford store. First and goal, they'll mark it at the eight. Backs are split in the backfield. Give it to Harrington. Hole off the right side, gets to the four. Second and goal. Yeah, does a nice job there. Justin Timmerman comes up from his DB position and does put the stick to him. The Monarchs of David City made their way in here a second ago in a giant procession. Now they're all down in the end zone. They kind of got an interest here, having been beaten by SCOTUS. I'm sure they'd like to see them win so they can say their only loss would be to the state champion uh, in C1. Second and goal just inside the five. Boss again is the right wing. They give it to him on the sweep to the left side as he cuts it up a Sea of red and white is there to bring him down, including Aiden Burroughs. It'll be third and goal at the four. So they've switched up what they've done out there, uh, putting Boss, actually, as a wingback. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, are, are they setting something up here, Doug, is what I'm asking myself. This wing T offense is all about deception. It's all about who has the ball, what you're doing. And most generally, when you're following a play caller, it's all about setting something else up. Late to the huddle is Tanner Spenseri, and because of that, Columbus Scotus is going to call their first timeout. Each team will have two timeouts remaining, 8.02 to go in the game, the C1 State Championship at Memorial Stadium. Columbus Scotus has it third and goal at the four, already leading Norfolk Catholic 25-20. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 
The difference between an average home and a beautiful home may be something as simple as an interior door. And when you choose Mead Lumber, you choose to have a great selection of everything you need for a small home improvement to a complete remodel. Mead Lumber can help you design a floor plan and provide the supplies you need to build it. Mead Lumber is committed to providing quality and sustainable building materials, a strong product mix and selection, competitive pricing and outstanding service, timely delivery, and so much more. Mead Lumber and Carney building dreams and relationships. Times have been announced this afternoon for the NCAA Division II Central Regional Volleyball Tournament, which will be hosted by Concordia. UNK, the five seed, will take on MIAA regular season champion Central Oklahoma at five in the afternoon Thursday, December the 3rd. Back to action here in the C1 State Final. SCOTUS 25, Norfolk Catholic 20. 8.02 to go in the game, and Scotus has it third and goal at the night four. Split the backs with Boss and Harrington. Give it to Harrington, left to right, trying to get outside. Does touchdown, Shamrocks. Boy, just had the speed, Doug. All day they've had the speed to the edge, and that's exactly what they did there. Just run that thing out to the edge. That was a great job. When you have speed, Block that edge and run to the pylon. 31 to 20. And the Shamrocks are going to line up to kick the extra point, it looks like. Uh, two scores now gets tough, Doug, inside of eight minutes. Unless you score in one play again. That's exactly right. Good snap. The placement's down. The kick didn't get a lot of that, but pooched it through. That wouldn't have been good from 30, but it was good from 20. And with 7.57 remaining in the game, our touchdown is a four-yard run from Cole Harrington. Brought to you by Five Points Bank. SCOTUS 32, Norfolk Catholic 20. Shop local. Shop Small Business Saturday at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Entire store, buy one item, receive the second at 50% off, excluding Brighton and special orders. All outerwear, 30% off, from leather jackets to wool coats. Entire stock, men's suits and sport coats, from traditional to slim fit, now 30% off. Ladies, take an additional 20% off, select clearance racks. Support Small Business Saturday. Personal service and professional tailoring, Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings and Kearney. Well, Larry, will this be the first time that Norfolk Catholic actually has a chance to run it back? Scotus will be kicking into the wind. Yeah, it could. I mean, the ball is, once it's gotten up in the air, Doug, it has just absolutely died today. And as you pointed out yesterday at the very beginning, to stiffen the flags at Memorial Stadium, it does have to be a fairly substantial win because they are big flags. So, two more games to come. Four for four. Almost Hate to not have all six of them right in our voice here today. Yeah, no kidding. It's been pretty good. So the boot is away, and this will be returnable and taken at the 14-yard line. SCOTUS knew it, so Engelhop takes it at the 20, 25, 30, right up the middle, 35, and then meets the SCOTUS defenders at the 38-yard line. But this will be the best starting field position that Norfolk Catholic has had after a score all day long. Yeah, and uh, Norfolk Catholic has got to get something going right away. As you just said a minute ago, Doug, You've got to score and score in a hurry on this one. You can't mess around uh, because you need to. You're going to have to get a defensive stop. If, you, if you're in there in the next three minutes, just under five, you're going to be okay. But And you got Verbka who can throw it. They're going to line up with a full house backfield and keep it that way. Option pitch left side, and they'll get it to the freshman in Dylan Couts who will get to the 41-yard line, a short gain of three. 
Yeah, and Darren Wrinkle and Evan Shohan makes sense for those two guys to be in on that tackle, Doug. It seems like they've made virtually every one today. Don't forget when we're done, the new uh, sports medicine and orthopedic surgery post-game show, final stats, scoring recap, and more. Man-to-man single coverage at the top. They'll hand it off Engelhop. He'll run that way, break a tackle, get into the secondary at the 45, and come up just short of midfield, maybe even put the ball touching the nose of the 50 and a first down. Well, I'm telling you, Doug, an inch away from him taking that thing all the way. You know, he's got 161 yards through the air. Uh, he's got t- only 20, 35 now uh, uh, on the ground. He's had a heck of a day. It'll be first down and 10 at midfield. Eye formation this time. Pitch it to the eye back, Engel hopped. He's going to be drugged down at the line of scrimmage, coming through for Scotus and grabbing him as Ryan Mustard. And for both lines right now, we're into that point where we can't forget about all that emotion, all that adrenaline, and now you're going to start to get fatigued a little bit. Where can you find the tired guy? Run over him or come over him and make the tackle. And Scotus has continued to sub him. Second and ten. Verbka quickly out of the backfield to Miller. Makes the catch for a short gain into Scotus territory at the 48. And it's going to be third and eight. Six and a half clock running here in the fourth quarter. 32 to 20. Scotus leading Norfolk Catholic. Yeah, it's going to be about third and nine-ish here, Doug. And you have to feel comfortable. you got to get four or five on this play. You're not going to punt it with six minutes left down by two scores. Bettenhausen splits out wide to the left. Tight eye formation. And they will go with an end around, true end around this time. Little room to the 45. Down the sideline, 40. Counts again to the 35-30. And he finally steps out of bounds at the 23-yard line. Again at 26. Where can't you put this freshman? Yeah, no kidding. A big injury down there, Doug. Uh, I think... Is it Tanner Spencery? Spencery, I think. Oh, hopefully it's just, oh, good. It's just a calf. He was really rolling around and writhing, and I was afraid it was a big, big knee injury. That's going to be Cole Harrington down there on the field with a, a cramp as he tried to make the tackle, and so they'll work on him. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. This is KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. We'll take a break. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Stop and think about your future five or even ten years down the road. What are you doing? How are you living your life? If you're picturing yourself in a meaningful job and contributing to your community, UNK can help. We specialize in showing people how to make a difference every day. That's a powerful outlook on life. College awaits. Your application shouldn't. Apply today to UNK and get ahead on scholarships and housing for next year. Learn more at unk.edu. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. And they have just finished working on Cole Harrington, but that's a 
pretty severe cramp. I mean, they've got it out, but it's still very sore right now. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, water. Okay. I just saw a whole bunch of, like, freshman-looking kids come running on the field for Norfolk Catholic, and I thought, what is this deal? But they had just bringing <laughs> water bottles out. Okay, I get Doing it. their job. Yeah. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you here on ESPN Radio. All six championship games, your only radio home for all six title games. As we finish up the football season and the fall sports season here today, wrestling and basketball one week from Thanksgiving. Unbelievable. Nine days. It is a first and 10 Norfolk Catholic at the 23-yard line of Columbus Scotus, trailing by 12, 5.56 to go in the game, and quarterback Miles Verbka will set him down in an eye formation. Man slot left, wide receivers left and right, and after all of this, Norfolk Catholic has to burn a timeout. Well, here was the deal, Doug. He was waving his receiver in. He changed the play. He was waving, and when he got the ball, he turned. He wanted a new route there. The receiver was refusing to come in. He lined up in a running split, and I think because there was no outside backer out there, they were going to run a slant that's too far of a throw. That's why the quarterback was trying to wave him in to narrow his split, and the receiver wouldn't do it. That is, and, and it's right to take a timeout there because if you throw that, Verbka doesn't spin it hard enough, that ball get picked. So one timeout remaining, and that is key when you go, are going to have to get the football back. That's going to cost you some time if you can score, no matter if you score on this play or it's going to take another couple minutes. It's so frustrating there when somebody misaligns and then you know the quarterback's trying to get it fixed, had plenty of time to get it fixed, and it wasn't going to get fixed. That's very frustrating. Let's see if it works. The way to make sure that that timeout was used beneficially is make sure this play works. First down and 10 at the 23-yard line of Columbus Scotus. Now they will put wide right Dylan Couts in the slot. Oh, zero coverage against Couts. Ho, ho, ho. Looks like that's Kumpf out there on him. There is no safety. And they will send Couts in motion. Jet sweep, fake it to him. Quarterback keeps it back to the right side and nowhere to go for Verbka. Falls up to the 26-yard line. That is going to be a loss of three. Yeah, Jake Boss just took care of business out there. Doug, I run, uh, I mean, there are a thousand different concepts to run with zero coverage, and Couts is good enough out there in the slot. I've, you know, they had Couts in the slot uh, as well as, Matt Miller out there, 6'4", 185 pounds. Now Alex Foltz is back there as a safety for Columbus Scotus on second and 14, and they're going to go for it all to the end zone. Out of bounds, though, was Miller. doesn't matter if he catches it or not. Threw it to the wrong guy, Doug. Miller was triple covered when he got into the end zone. Again, in that Brandon Riley area of the field. Oh, Beller's screaming at him, too. He threw it to the wrong guy. He needed to throw it to the inside receiver. Nobody was with him, Doug. That's why there were three receivers, or three defenders, excuse me, on the outside. There was nobody with the uh, inside receiver. Well-thrown ball. See him running there, <laughs> jet across your screen. Yeah. I think it was Couts. Yeah. That's just when you don't, as you talked about when you don't throw it a ton so third down now and 13 obviously two down territory out of the shotgun verbka has pressure they blitz him he gets away from it throws it down the sidelines for miller again hand fighting and he caught it at the one 
First and goal, Norfolk Catholic. Miller in between two SCOTUS defenders just found a way to get to the gap, and the Knights continue to breathe. Boy, Doug, I'm telling you, that is a great catch. That does keep their heart beating. That was an amazing catch just thrown into coverage. Miller's saying, how about a touchdown? <laughs> SCOTUS, too many men on the field. Sprints somebody off. Line up in the eye formation. Verbka just going to hand it off to the second man through and into the end zone for a Norfolk Catholic touchdown. All right, Dougie, you said as long as you can score in that five-minute mark, 4.52 left here. 32-26. And Norfolk Catholic just hustled up, gave it to Engelhop, and he takes it in from a yard away. Well, you'll kick this one for sure. Second, second touchdown run for David Engelhoff. And now Cotto to attempt the extra point kick. He'll pooch it up there, and it is good. 4.52 to go in the C1 state championship game. That's our third touchdown of the fourth quarter. Columbus Scotus 32, Norfolk Catholic 27. The five points bank touchdown. A one-yard run by Engelhop capping a nine-play, 62-yard drive set up by the beautiful reception from 22 yards by Miller. Matt Miller hauling it in. We'll take a timeout and kick it off again when we return. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. One timeout remaining for Norfolk Catholic and 4.52. They have not kicked one into the end zone, but the wind at their back. What do you suggest here, Larry? I'd, I'd pound it down there and uh, play defense. I think you have to try to, as best you can, play the field position game. Cotto ready to boot it away. The deep man is Cole Harrington. And they'll try to kick it to him. He'll take it at the six, left hash, cut it back towards the middle of the field, looks for a seam 15-20, gets what he can to the 24. Now what you have to do is say, look, guys, you five guys inside, you got to tackle the fullback. Just tackle him. You guys outside, don't let that thing get outside of you. It's not going to be anything other than those two things, Doug. First down and 10, Columbus Scotus. If they can run some clock, get some first downs, they will win their first state championship in 21 years. If not, Norfolk Catholic still has a chance at their 10th in program history back to the wing tee. And to the right side, it's Jake Boss. And they use him again. And they give it to him on the sweep to the left side. It's strung out. Miller couldn't quite bring him down, but he holds him up long enough. And he breaks a tackle. Gets out of that pile at the 30-35. And a first down, Columbus Scotus. It looked like they had stacked him up and almost blown the play dead. And he breaks out of there for a first down and a gain of 15. Yeah, Matt Miller did a great job. Had a hold of his jersey. And then none of his buddies rallied, Doug. Sometimes you get in that deal where guys stand around. They assume, well, you got him. Well, you got him. You got him. You got to tackle him. Sometimes you're trying to strip that ball, and all of a sudden nobody's tackling him. The fullback is Marcus Dodson in this scenario with Boss lined up in the wing, although he is not this time. 
and they'll go from left to right on the sweep. Harrington and Spensari are your wings. This time it's Harrington stays in bounds to the 42, a gain of three, and that'll take us well under four minutes. Yeah, Colton Lyons makes the tackle out there and just about didn't. He did a good job. He just kept his feet moving. Columbus Scotus keeps answering when Norfolk Catholic puts it on him. They trailed once with 46 seconds to go, and 35 seconds later, right before half, took the lead into the locker room at 19-14. It's 32-27 Scotus. An outstanding C1 state championship game. 3.40 to go. Out of the wing team, man split out wide to the left. They'll go fullback this time. 45, midfield, first down, Columbus Scotus. And they seem to get it by about a yard every time, Laurie. Yeah. Long yardage situation. Dotson, they give it to him for the first time, and he'll pick up the eight to give him the chain mover with 3.32 to go. Yeah, they're running down and Geo just running that down play, which is just everybody blocking down, kicking the end man. It's a sister play to that buck sweep, G.O., uh, and now they just that's all they've done for the last quarter, Doug. Lovell will come out here to the right side. He hasn't done anything offensively to touch it. And again, they'll run sweep, but they'll give it to Dotson, the fullback, stand him up again, try to strip it, and finally they'll blow the play dead, a gain of about one to the night 49-yard line. Yeah, that's down again, Doug. You'll see they pull the on-guard the onside guard, and they're just kicking the D-end. Everybody blocks down, and they kick with that on guard. One more first down for Scotus, and it's nearly impossible. Two first downs, and Scotus can be finding a place for the big trophy. 2.40 to go, second and nine at the night 49. They're going to split the backs this time, go single wing with Harrington. They'll give it to Spendari, trying to get to the outside. Penalty flag as he turns. That's going to be another hold. He brings it up to the 46, but this will move it all the way back to the SCOTUS 40, and it'll be second down at about 20 yards to go. Yeah, you're going to get a tackle on Harrington, I think, is, is what you're going to get there, Doug. So we've seen our holds. More today than we saw all day yesterday. But again, when you're running the kind of offense that these guys are running, that tends to happen. Saw a little bit yesterday in the D2 game. Chambers-Wheeler Central would try to get to the corner a few times, and they were flagged a couple times for the hold. It's always the perimeter stuff. So here you go, Doug. Uh, Now you've got this. Well, they're going to decline the hold to save the time. So instead of second and 20, third and seven, the Knights have to make the play here. They're putting them all in the middle here. Split the backs with both fullbacks in the backfield. And they'll hand it off to Boss, and he is wrapped up immediately. Timeout, Norfolk Catholic. It'll be fourth down and seven with 2.13 to go. And Norfolk Catholic just used their last timeout. They're going to get this thing dug and have probably somewhere around 80 to 90 yards to drive it. And about a minute, maybe about two minutes. And again, Norfolk Catholic has a man down on the play. A lot of this has been cramping, but this is not what they appear to be looking at. And that is boss. Jake, again, when you're running into that massive humanity and half of them and he's up, half of them are trying to strip of it, half of them are trying to push you backwards. You got two guys on you, four guys on you, five guys on you, and they're all shoving you different ways. And Jake Boss will walk gingerly to the sidelines. And boy, both sidelines now making the noise. When you're the hunter, 
or the hunted here, Doug. It's a uh, easier proposition. Norfolk Catholic has a lot, has decades of good feelings to draw from here in this situation. They're going to put two back. Tate Von Cannon. I mean, you're putting 2,500 yards of offense back here, Doug, to return this punt. Couts and Engelhop. Yes, sir. Who else? Couts in the middle. Engelhop to the right. They want Couts to return it. Clean snap. Kick away. And Couts will backpedal and take it at the nine. Fumble the ball! And it is covered by Norfolk Catholic. He looked down to see where he was going to go. The freshman then dropped the football. And luckily it was covered by Justin Timmerman. Yes. Justin Timmerman covers it. And Norfolk Catholic has 88 yards to go for a state title. All right. Watch, no timeouts. Watch back out of the backfield here, Doug. Look for them to get in that two-by set and work any type of switch concept. You're going to go too high here. And they're going to spread it out with trips to the left side. Your quarterback, Miles Verbka, in the pistol, wants to throw, sets in the pocket, throws underneath complete to Miller, and then knocked out of his hands at the 19-yard line. Miller had it. Columbus Skoda's defensive back, Shoan, thought he still had it, so he threw him to the ground. They're running quarter, quarter, half here. What I would do is have my tight end on this side delay, run everything off this way, tight end delay on the back side off of that trips, Doug. He'll be wide open. Make sure you know where Dylan Couts and Matt Miller are. They're the two that have given you the problems today. Second down and 10 at their own 12. Direct snap to Couts. Has room 15, 20. He'll be tackled just short of the first down at the 20-yard line. It'll be third down and a short two for Norfolk Catholic, and the clock continues to run with a minute 45 to go, 32-27 SCOTUS. That's one of the troubles with big zone here. Run is good. Now Verbka under center. Pitches it to Couts. Couts left side, has the first down across the 25, brings it out to the 27-yard line. That'll stop the clock to move the chains. Doug, don't be surprised if you see Norfolk Catholic start to run it here. If SCOTUS is going to stay in those big, giant zones playing quarter, quarter, half, you're going to see Norfolk Catholic run into that break one tackle. It's a touchdown. Split out wide to the right is Bettenhausen. Tight end to the right is Miller. Split backs. Verbka rolls right, wants to throw. Still rolling, has some room to run. Decides to get to the out-of-bounds mark at the 30-yard line and will step out after a gain of four. Stop the clock with 1.12 to go. They'll actually mark him at the 29. Tough to get a guy loose there, Doug, into big coverage. It was a one-receiver route with effectively uh, uh, four DBs dropping back into big coverage. Stinson and Engelhop return in. And they'll go trips to the left side. Only man in the backfield is Lizy under center Verbka. Three-step drop, now rolls out. Now in trouble. Steps up, has a lot of room to run to the right side. 30-35, first down, steps out of bounds at the 39-yard line. A gain of 10, 105 to go. And Doug, John Lavelle's doing a really good job there. He, he's the corner they're leaving alone. They're putting him in a really tough spot because they're going trips closed. So three to one side with a tight end. If that tight end goes, he's got to go with him. 
There's nobody for the back out of the backfield in this coverage. Started at the 12. They're out to the 39. No timeouts remaining for Norfolk Catholic. Columbus Scotus 32. Norfolk Catholic 27. First and 10 at the 39. 105 to go in the state championship. I formation. Verbka. Draw play. Angle hop. Little hole. Not enough. Fumble the ball. Scotus covered it. They're your state champs. He threw his flag, Doug, but he meant to throw his beanbag. There will be no flag. Great job, Columbus Scotus. What a great football game. In the end, Norfolk Catholic couldn't get out of their own way today, Doug, and Columbus Scotus made them pay for every mistake. Trying to see who covered the football. It was stripped by Matt Strecker. Matt Strecker struck the football. Cole Harrington covered it. And I'll say Matt Strecker because our radio friend from Columbus, Don Strecker, probably just went through the atmosphere. He's not calling the game today, but Matt stripped the football. And now Columbus Scotus just has to kneel on it, which we saw yesterday. Get was in not, the shotgun. Was not a given for Elkhorn South. Scotus snaps it, takes a knee. They'll have to do it one more time. 50 seconds to go. What a ride, Doug. A lot of people talked about Columbus Scotus in the offseason. They really believed they were going to be the team. Ashland Greenwood had made the two consecutive state championship games. Wahoo was going to be really good. Norfolk Catholic. Scotus stepped up and took care of business and snapped it one more time, and they're going to win a state championship. Columbus Scotus lines up, makes sure as the clock gets under 25 seconds, they can now snap it at any time. Christmas with three men behind him. Snaps it, kneels it, and your 2015 C1 State Football Champions are the Shamrocks of Columbus Scotus High School with a 32-27 win over the Knights of Norfolk Catholic. Their first state football title in these players' lifetime. 21 years, the championship goes to Scotus. And for Norfolk Catholic, playing from behind most of the game, they have their sixth runner-up trophy in 15 state tournament appearances. What a football game. Yeah, it was, Doug. It was a situation. It actually was the exact game we thought it would be. Super hard fought. People are just going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Norfolk Catholic was not able to run the ball the way they had through the year. They had to rely on 218 yards passing to just flat stay in this game. They had to set a state record to stay in this game. And again, I'll I'll talk about those six points that SCOTUS put up on the board, Doug, and how incredibly important those are. Don't think that kickers help your team watch this football game here today. There were so many other things, but Jake Boss had the only scoring in the third quarter with a 42-53 and 53-yard field goal with the wind at his back, nailed them both, and that in a six-point third quarter and a five-point win. Well, and I'll say at least according to the stats that Columbus Scotus provided to us, there are his only two makes of the entire season, Doug. So Jake Boss, they were three or four with a different kicker earlier in the year in field goals. And Columbus Scotus will bring home the championship today over Norfolk Catholic. We'll take a break and be back with the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show right after this on ESPN Radio. Buzz's Marine has been creating family memories since 1956, and this year was one for the record books. 
We had a great season and you reap the benefits. We have more premium used boats than ever before, detailed and indoors. Financing is available, so stop in now. Get the perfect boat that is right for your family. Don't miss out. Get here before our 36th annual used boat show in January. View our used inventory online at buzzesmarine.com or stop by to browse through our 60,000 square feet of indoor showrooms. Buzzes Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. Plus the personal service of Steve Barinol, Tino Martina, TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney, TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. With our producer engineer Merritt Lawson and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda back at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln where it's time for the new sports medicine and orthopedic surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today and four for four, Larry. This has been a pretty good state final so far. Yeah, no kidding. You know, we talked last week and both of us wondered how this would go. You know, we've had... Uh... Uh, some great champions crowned in the last couple of years, Doug, but you and I haven't had the opportunity to call some great games. Four for four, man. Difference in the ball game today. Uh, we've already had our Usara Care hospice moment of this football game. Uh, we've talked about so many ebbs and flows back and forth. SCOTUS up 13 nothing. Then it's 14-30-13 Norfolk Catholic with 42 seconds to go before half, and you think, Oh, my goodness, they're going to take that momentum into halftime. Yet then you get a couple of big plays by Harrington, a penalty. They're able to score with five seconds left, and then they're able to get the ball to start the third quarter. See, Doug, I think the, the, the keys to this thing were very simple. There's two of them. One, Norfolk Catholic made terrible mistakes at awful times. When you get into their penalties, they only committed five penalties on the day for only 49 yards. The problem was they were always, they brought back a first down. Uh, they brought back big plays. Those were terrible. The other one, Doug, we said it at the top. Who can make who pay for their mistakes? You're going to make mistakes in a football game. Who can capitalize? The Shamrocks capitalized. The bad punt or the bad snap on the punt, seven yards, touchdown. Norfolk Catholic in the second quarter gets the turnover right down here, Doug, and they turn it over a play later. They don't make the Shamrocks pay for it. There's the difference. Three turnovers in the game, four Norfolk Catholic, one for Columbus Scotus. As the medals are being handed out, let's go ahead and take a look at the uh, unofficial final stats of our football game. Start with Norfolk Catholic. Rushing the ball today, Dylan Couts, 21 attempts, 113 yards. Then we go down to David Engelhop, 12 carries, 43 yards, two touchdowns. Quarterback Miles Verbka, six carries, one yard. Overall, 40 rushing attempts, 145 yards for the Knights. Through the air, Verbka was 12 of 18 for 218 yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. 218 through the air, 145 on the ground, 363 yards for Norfolk Catholic, 16 first downs in this football game, five penalties for 49 yards as you had mentioned, and the three turnovers for the Knights. For Columbus Scotus, Cole Harrington, 16 carries, 105 yards, two touchdowns. Jake Boss, 13 carries, 76 yards. 
Tanner Spenceri, 11 carries, 66 yards. Marcus Dodson, 4 carries, 34 yards. Bailey Pelster, who was their man, injured. High ankle sprain when he was yanked down at the five-yard line uh, before their second touchdown of the first quarter. Never returned. Three carries, 20 yards, one touchdown. Quarterback Brady Christmas, the one carry, a quarterback sneak for a touchdown. Overall, as a team, 51 rushing attempts, 293 yards. And how about through the air? Christmas, two of four, one yard. Unbelievable. One yard passing today for SCOTUS. 218 for Norfolk Catholic, which I think is a season high for the Knights. So 294 yards for Columbus SCOTUS, some 70 yards below what Norfolk Catholic had. They had 13 first downs in the ball game. Penalties, two for 15, the one turnover. You look at third down, both teams were really good. Six of 13 for the Knights, seven of 14 for Columbus SCOTUS. Defensively in this football game, the official stats for Norfolk Catholic, Paul Euler, 11 tackles, 9 solo. Aaron Hoff, 10 tackles, 6 solo in the football game. For Columbus Scotus, Evan Shohan, 10 tackles, 8 of them were solo, 3 for loss and 1 sack. Jackson Kump, 7 tackles, 5 solo. Darren Wrinkle, 7 tackles, 1 for loss, 4 of them were solo. He also had a pass breakup officially in this football game. We'll come back and take a look at the scoring wrap-up from the C1 Finals, SCOTUS 32, Norfolk Catholic 27, right after this. I think you go into nursing because you have a vision of being able to make a difference in people's lives. I remember the nurse when I was a child and going to the doctor's office. I guess that was what I always just wanted to do. It's the nurses that make the difference as to whether a patient really feels good about being here and feels like they're in good hands. I think the nurses gained status. Because they lived it, number one, but they also brought all that knowledge and expertise from many years of dealing with pretty much any situation that they might run into. They became respected by the medical staff as very highly qualified registered nurses. So I'm, I'm kind of proud of that. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Well, a few of these Norfolk Catholic Knights that had the opportunity to play as freshmen do have a gold medal from their state championship in 2012. But uh, only somebody that would have been Dylan Couts would have been able to appreciate that because very few times are freshmen able to make a contribution. But you have got Couts and Ethan Piper as two starting freshmen on this night team that uh, I'm sure Coach Beller will at some point in their career have them back here at Memorial Stadium. Oh, yeah, and all I can think of, Doug, when I think of that is that they are going to be the smallest Class C1 school in this next schedule cycle. And if this thing doesn't right themselves, when those two are juniors and seniors, they're going to be in C2 with us. Yeah, it could definitely happen. Drop down to C2 uh, that final year. Let's take a look at our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Well, Columbus Scotus won the toss. They deferred, and that really worked out for them because Norfolk Catholic went three and eight, three and out, and then a 
snap that was dropped by the Norfolk Catholic punter, and Columbus Scotus was able to tackle him at the seven-yard line. And on the very next play, Bailey Pelster had his moment today. At least he had that moment before the injury. He had a couple of nice runs, the seven-yard run. One play, 10.36 to go, and the uh, extra point kick made it 6 to nothing in favor of Columbus Scotus. Well, yeah, Doug, and when you think about it, it really starts on that first drive. Remember, there was a penalty that called back a first down, and the wheel route that got dropped that could have maybe gone for a touchdown. Instead, you fumble the snap, give it to him on the seven, touchdown Shamrocks. And then Columbus Scotus, their second possession, an eight-play, 65-yard drive that was uh, spearheaded by a 40-yard run. Quarterback Christmas takes it in from one yard out. The only time that Bailey ran the football here today. The extra point kick was wide left, and that made it 13 to nothing. Scotus with 3.54 to go. Then Scotus had a six-yard punt early in the second quarter that set up a short field for Norfolk Catholic, a five-play, 27-yard drive where they actually had to convert a fourth down earlier. They stopped on fourth and two, then they convert on fourth and two, and Verbka hooks up with Matt Miller on a 17-yard touchdown pass. Dylan Cotto hits the uh, extra point, cuts it to 13-7 to with 8.07 to go. Then what you talked about moments ago, the team's exchanging turnovers. Andrew Bettenhausen recovers a fumble at the Columbus Scotus 36, only to see Norfolk Catholic fumble on the very next play. Darren Wrinkle covers that fumble at the 32-yard line, and they march uh, 38 yards in four plays, 15-yard run by David Engelhop when they get the ball back after stopping Scotus. Cotto adds the kick, and Norfolk Catholic, through all that, has a 14-13 lead, only to see Cole Harrington bust off a big run of over 25 yards, tacked on with a late hit penalty. They tackled him out of bounds, and that made a 15-yard penalty all the way down to the 34-yard line, a five-play, 75-yard drive that took 32 seconds. Harrington runs it in from one yard out with five seconds to go, and remember, they had to burn their last timeout before that. If he does not get in, it would be halftime because they would not have had time to get another playoff. And everything really changed there, Doug, because Norfolk Catholic, when they scored that last touchdown there, the whole place went crazy. Beller went nuts, and it looked like, oh, yeah, here comes Norfolk Catholic, like what is supposed to happen. SCOTUS doesn't blink. They go down and get the score Things changed dramatically there. And Scotus went for two, didn't get it, made the score 19-14 at halftime. The the two big field goals from Jake Boss in the third quarter. The first one, you thought, okay, 42 yards, wind at your back. We'll see what the big linebacker, big fullback can do. And he pounded it right down the middle. I mean, it was so down the middle that it went over the camera and went over the support. Good in any field goal situation in the world, and that made it 22-14. to 14. Then John Lovell comes up with an interception at the Norfolk Catholic 42-yard line, and when they came out to attempt a 53-yard field goal, you're thinking, well, maybe a pooch punt or something out of this. No, they snapped it, Boss pounded it, and he hits the 53-yard field goal to make it 25-14 with 4.21 to go to set up the fourth quarter, the first play of the fourth quarter, Verbka, Gets the uh, wheel out of the backfield to David Engelhop, 
and he takes it about 70 more yards after the catch, a 90-yard touchdown reception, the longest in C1 playoff history. The two-point conversion run was no good. 11.47 to go in the game. SCOTUS was up 25-20. They answered on an eight-play, 60-yard drive. Cole Harrington takes it in for the second time from four yards out. The extra point kick made it 32-20, 7.57 to go. Norfolk Catholic, nine-play, 62-yard drive. Engelhop takes it in. From a yard out with 4.52 to go, they add the kick to make it 32-27. to 27. They do get the ball back at their 12-yard line with a minute and 50 to go. But at midfield, Engelhop fumbled the ball. Strecker knocked it away. Harrington covered it, and they kneeled it twice, knelt it twice, and won the ball game. What a game today for Cole Harrington. He steps up in the absence of Bailey Pelster. He's their leading rusher, and he recovers the fumble to secure the state championship. Yeah, no question. It was a huge deal. But I've got to say, I mean, legitimately, Doug, the player of the day is the field goal kicker. Um, You know, you lose this game maybe 26-27 without those. And I take you back to what you said when they lined up the first kick. You said, I ain't buying it. (laughs) And, and, And they kick it. And then they come out to kick the next one. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, Doug, here's the fake. Kapow! Those six points, the difference in the game. And he also ran for 76 yards in the football game today, uh, did Boss, and he had five tackles Unbelievable. and two pass breakups in the football game today. When you win it, there are even more memories, but it's a memorable one here today. Two to go, and up next, the 245 kickoff, 230 pregame will be the C2 state championship game as David City Aquinas goes for another one against Oakland Craig, and tonight at 645, Millard West takes on Millard North. We'll turn the reins over to Brandon Peoples and Craig Eckert. So, uh, Larry, once again, great working with you. And uh, a week from Saturday, how about we do some wrestling? Sounds great. That's what I say. We've just, uh, what is it, eight football games or nine football games or whatever in the tank. And now let's get ready here in a week or so to start doing a little wrestling at the Kearney High Invite. Our scoring wrap-up brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. We want to thank our corporate sponsors that make high school playoff football possible. Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Tom Dinsdale Autoplex in Grand Island. All you need to know in central Nebraska is Tom Dinsdale Autoplex and TomDinsdale.com. Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. Local people, local Local decisions, local ownership, and Mary Lanning Healthcare celebrating 100 years of inspired care. Again, a big thank you to our producers back at the studio, Merritt Lawson and Caleb Henry. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Post Game Show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Keep it here on ESPN. Two more state champions will be crowned. And for me, I'll see you. In about eight days as the high school basketball season begins tomorrow, we hope to see you at Cunningham's for our final Husker Lunch of the Year. Steve Sipple of the Lincoln Journal Star, part of the Doug and Daddy Show, and we'll talk from 12 until 1. Your C1 champion, Columbus Scotus, holding off Norfolk Catholic 32-27 from Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. This is Doug Duda saying, have a great Thanksgiving holiday. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.